Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. T-R-P-E. The realest podcast ever. Realest podcast ever. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time. This is what you need. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy and Matt makes me sick. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim Foley. Oh, man. Oh, man. We are back once again. It's the Realest Podcast Ever, episode number 71. 71, yes. The Tony Baselli episode. Mercedes Benz has cologne. Who knew? Bentley Azor has cologne. I Who, knew that. Who knew? Thanks, Justin. I didn't know about Mercedes. Justin, even in his uh even in his afterlife, still uh still giving. It only took him a couple weeks. <laughs> Justin didn't die, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Justin is how don't we have Justin up for finesse right here? Ah, <laughs> how about it? How don't that we have, have Justin yeah. nominated for finesse of the year? We got a couple write-ins, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to alter that. Yeah, I got to alter that in the in a, in a, in a uh, worst way. You guys don't know because we didn't report on this. Yeah. Um, you know, our original station owner from New Media Studios, which merged with Wildfire, um, our guy, uh, Justin Emery, is yeah, now the head of... Of all marketing and uh, advertising for Baltimore Ravens for Baltimore Ravens radio. Yeah. So basically, like the WIP of Baltimore, he's the head of that job. And immediately when he got the job, I said, "How the fuck did we, Justin we, get that job?" Even Ross said so we oh. talked about it for days. <laughs> like, yeah. I would go away from it and then come back and be like, "How the fuck did Justin get that job?" Yeah. Apparently, he was better at his job here than we thought he was. I, <laughs> Every time I saw Just, I thought, <laughs> man, I wish I was white. Like, <laughs> really? Because <laughs> he just, it's, it's just, it was nothing it, mesmerizing he, he was, about he's it. He's the human personification of a schlub. Yeah. He's just like, I just wear like cut off sweat shorts and like a dingy Eagle t shirt. Like anybody that got multiple just, muscle just makes shirts. Millions. Yeah. <laughs> like just mad muscle shirts. And no muscles. And no muscles. <laughs> Living the fucking dream. Yeah. Justin's the prototypical white guy that wear flip-flops all year round. Like uh, the Zuckerberg. And, no, shorts and flip-flops year round. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. A combo. Drives a Subaru. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently fights dogs and all kinds of shit. Yo, his dog fighting story yeah. is legendary. Justin fucking Emery, boy. Congratulations, Justin, on the new job. He starts uh, in January. Yeah, you definitely up for finesse of the year. How the fuck did he pull that off? <laughs> that shit blew my mind. Yeah. Like I'm like Justin's not particularly skilled at any one thing. No, getting still. He's not particularly skilled in anything. <laughs> in anything. Getting still. Six figure job, buddy. We would ask Justin like Justin, questions. Justin, Justin is people's boss. Yeah. I, I hope his boss doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Justin is people's boss. I hope he got a contract. Like it'd be so dope. Like when people get jobs they're not supposed to get, and then they on a con. On a uh, contract basis, you can't fire. Taylor, you weren't there for this, but uh, one of our greatest TRPE moments that a lot of y'all probably don't even know about it. 
episode eight, I believe it's called It's a Mess. Like, It's a Mess. We recorded it. Justin fucked up the recording. And we, we heard it and was like, why do it sound like this? And Justin's like, oh, man, like, something else. He was doing what you were doing, and he fucked up the recording. So we came back up later that week and re-recorded the episode. You know you can't re-record moments. and Yeah, yeah. So it's a, basically a whole other episode. And he fucked that one up, too. I, 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 I had That's to, poetic. I had to, like, hold him back. Like, <laughs> I was going to harm him. Yeah, I was going to kill him. <laughs> I mean, what, he wasted six hours? Yeah, exactly. of, of your week, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. it was a, it was and and the, the episode title going into it was it's a mess, <laughs> and the whole week turned into an absolute mess. That's, it got to the point where it was so like we had to take the lesser of two evils, yeah. which like whichever one don't sound as bad, run that one. And yeah. people was like, just put the fucking show yeah. out, man. I, I'll work around the clicking or whatever the it fuck was like it was. Some noise going on in the background. Like yeah. a, like a fire alarm charm. I'm sorry. I got hiccups right now. I don't know what's going on. And then Justin is now the head of marketing and, you know. <laughs> for an NFL team. <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> but um, nonetheless, we're here. It, yo, can you turn the heat up a little bit, T? It's, it's actually cold in here. This Last week. week it was a fucking sauna in this, Joe. freezing in here today. The um, Ready to get some suntan lotion. Oh, uh, no more fruit snacks. I got yelled at. Oh, I lot. got yelled at too. I got yelled at by man. S- shut the fuck up, y'all. That no. shit. That <laughs> shit was like four fucking seconds. Like y'all really sucking a lot of dick. I, I don't got, give a fuck about none of that. Tune out next time. For several, I don't people. give a fuck about that shit. Was for seconds. They're like yo, what's so? I'm like that's Chad. He pulled the fruit snacks out. They like you was eating them too. I'm like. I'm black. I'm a freeloader. What the fuck? It's it like, was like seven seconds. It was like eight fruit snacks in there. Chad pull a ham out. Yo, Garmin, <laughs> a couple slices. You get like, a little slice, man. Yeah, like, it's just the way it goes. You got but, some potato bread over there. Yeah, but it, they, they were upset. With we apologize for the fruit snacks, but it was eight seconds. Like, sorry that your show that you guys are enjoying for free that none of you motherfuckers <laughs> contribute to didn't go the way that you wanted it to go There's for eight I'm, fucking seconds. I'm like, yo, the, the fruit snack bag was small. It was, like it was a, mad it was small. Like a 30 cent fruit snack. I forgot I had it. That's how yeah. small it was. I was like, oh shit, fruit snacks. You want some? Yeah. The fruit snacks just ruined the classic episode, apparently. Yeah. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Shit is real, man. Have a horrible weekend, guys. How was your week? Uh, tiring, but fulfilling. Uh, we had an event Friday with NBA Youngboy. He's the weirdest person in North America. I, what's crazy is I saw the... Uh like the uh, the the goings ons, yeah, 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 and I'm just like, yeah, he seems he's a strange little yeah, kid. It seems like that. Uh, leaned out of his mind, number one. <laughs> uh, it's very similar to Young Dolph, but Dolph was leaned out of his mind, but in control. Mm-hmm. Dolph performed for 45 minutes, leaned out of his mind. Mm-hmm. NBA Young Boy was just leaned out of his mind. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he had on a women's small coat. Um. <laughs> He purposely disrupted the flow of the event and decided, I'm going in the crowd. Like, I'm going in the crowd. But it's one thing to go in the crowd and then you go to where you're supposed to be at. No, he went in the crowd and stayed there. Yeah. And then he positioned himself in multiple spots within the crowd to make the security's job that much more harder. He's a fucking asshole. Oh, man. Never again. So y'all got to keep him in like one little spot? I mean, you don't have to, but it's just like for his safety and for the safety of the people, if you got four big ass security guards forming a wall around you just to be where you are, maybe you don't need to be there. Okay. Maybe you need to take your ass into the balcony where everyone can see. What do you get? What would happen to him? Like, I mean, somebody could punch him in the face. 
Why would you punch him in the face? He gets into a fight at every show he has. Yeah, because he goes into the crowd and like he be wait he be antagonizing people. So like he waits for the moment for somebody to like take one too many pictures or or be a little too rough with him or whatever, and then he gonna swing on you. And then that was a big ass barnyard brawl. Uh-huh. It's happened. It's footage all over the internet. This is what he does. He starts fights at his shows, and his friends beat the fucking fans up. Yeah. So it's like a setup. So it's like, yeah, you're going to get a nice little settlement, little 50 grand or something like that, but you're going to get the shit kicked out of you for, for that 50 <laughs> bands. Like, go fuck your whole weekend up. Like, if it's Friday and you get the shit kicked out of you by six teenagers and you got shit to do Saturday and Sunday, that's probably going to put a halt to your plans. Yeah, it's going to fuck everything. You're probably not going to make it to Cinnabon, you know what I'm saying, yeah. on Saturday afternoon. Oh, man, I miss Cinnabon. If you get fucking six teenagers kicked the shit out of you. Damn, I miss Cinnabon. The last Cinnabon I had... I was in, you know, this is the fattest shit I've ever done. I, I, I just had to catch myself. I was in Phoenix, and I got one at the uh, Arizona Mills Mall. It was the last one I had. Yeah. Good times, man. Good times. Good <laughs> fucking times. Listen, Jesus. I was in Wawa the other day, right, at the crack of dawn. I be in Wawa like 545 in the morning coming from the club and shit, and I just smell all this cinnamon, and I'm like, what the fuck is like? Where, I'm like, because they don't have the French toast at the one in Roxburgh. Okay. They got the French toast at the one in King of Prussia. So I'm like, yo, where the fuck? Like, I keep smelling cinnamon and bread. I'm like, yo, it's somewhere. I looked, they had a whole rack of freshly baked cinnamon rolls mm. just sitting there. And I'm like, yo, what time are y'all putting the fucking cinnamon rolls out? It was like, nah, they got to cool down. And then we got to. Oh, so basically, y'all want to ruin them first oh, okay. and then put them out. But the shit drove me crazy for like seven minutes. I'm just keep smelling the shit. Like, where the fuck is this cinnamon coming from? Yeah. Four, 14 racks of cinnamon rolls, bro. So, wait, not I, forget the cinnamon ones. I, the the NBA young boy with Dolph, they were together. No, two separate events. Okay, leaned out of their mind. But it was the same night. No. Okay. Okay. So you, two weeks apart. Okay. Same result. You're right. I did see the Dolph. Yeah. What am I talking about? All right. Leaned yeah. out of their mind, like clearly, like Dolph. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you like that lean shit? I've never had it. Really? I'm No, I don't do hard drugs. You kidding okay. me? I, I took, a, I took a, a Perks like twice in my whole life. Yeah. I took, I was like, I was listening to a Perk addict. Shout uh-huh. out my man B, okay. who's recovered off the Perks. He's fat as shit now. Yeah. Probably should have stayed on him. Uh, <laughs> so I'm listening to B, and he's like, yo, you know, you got to. I was like, yo, bro, every time I ever like took even like a bullshit Perk, like a pink one, yeah. I fall right to sleep. He's like, no, that's the trick. This you got like to fight off. You got to fight off the, the, the sleep, and yeah. then you high kick it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is the most dope fiendish shit I've ever I've heard, heard in my that, life. Though. So I'm like, all right, cool. So. Prom time, Saturday afternoon. Guess who pops a fucking perk tent? You. This guy. Right. No food, no nothing. I get sick to my stomach, end up throwing up the whole lining of my stomach, nodding in and out of sleep, sitting in my car in front of my barbershop for five hours. I took a perk tent and threw up in my grandfather's kitchen sink and then got in the guest room bed and just cried. And then <laughs> Lee came and met me. And I just, I don't really remember anything else for the night. Yo, that perk it was shit, a mess. that's the worst shit ever, I, I've bro. Done a, I did it once. And then when I, I got my joints taken out, my teeth, they yeah. gave me perk fives. And that shit had me throwing up like crazy. And I just was like, I can't do it. It ain't for me. Like, if I take, 
ibuprofen 800 or naproxen 500 i'm dead i go to sleep that's not even like a narcotic level like fucking john like i'm my immune system like i can't take that shit like Mm. because i don't do no illicit drugs like i was an ecstasy addict like 12 years ago Mm. 15 years ago but yeah i've done that i did ecstasy ad nauseum like i did a lot of fucking ecstasy yeah i've done it i did i did a lot of molly too i never got molly I did Molly up until the point where they start mixing. Yeah, I remember the bad I, I was I was fucking with this shit in like oh two oh right. three. Yeah, so it's no, like, that's when I was on X. Like oh yeah, the X was X was rolling, but like Molly was the like Dolphins Molly and the Superman. Molly was like ten eleven. Yeah, by then I was already like yeah, CDL no, I, I, working. I, I, I so. put the Molly like twenty twelve. Yeah, like eleven. I remember like because the white ball. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just know right? the Molly shit was, it was like around. it was like eleven, yeah. like two thousand eleven. Yeah. But by then, I was already like super working, boy. So it's right. like you know, it's not like, really productive to what I'm doing. Be doing MDMA on the weekends. And I could shit. tell the. I, I would almost have to get him to come up here. This white boy who is his dad is filthy rich, and I can't say because it's just <laughs> I, I'm just putting it out there. But just. If he wanted to come, I I could tell you the craziest Molly story you've ever heard. I'm not doing it right now. Listen, I but, got a crazy Molly no, story. No, no, I'm telling you, dog. No, it's not. I, I'm sure it's not as crazy as that, but I got a pretty crazy Molly story. So this girl that I was dealing with, <clears throat> girl from uh from from out of state, she lived in California. She came to Philly, come visit me, and this keep on. It's like a super like straight edge chick, no drinking, no drugging, none of the above, or whatever. So she decides one night we laying in bed, and she's like, yo. We should do Molly. So I'm like, okay. So I call uh, somebody, one of the nefarious characters yeah. from Southwest Philly, go get some fucking Molly. So we get the Molly or whatever. She take the shit. I take the shit. We have the greatest sex ever, ever for like six hours. Look. Like the best fucking sex I ever had in my life, hands down. To the point where the next day she's like, yo, you need to get some more Molly. Okay, I call my nefarious character in Southwest. Go get some more Molly. At this point, I probably bought Molly from him like eleven times in fourteen days. Okay, for other people, like I'm middleman in the Molly transactions yeah. or whatever. So he like, damn dog, like you buying the shit out of this shit. So we get the Molly. She takes the shit. I was doing something around the house, so I didn't take mine yet. She take the fucking Molly and have a bad trip. Like she start freaking the mm-hmm. fuck out. Like she on like the Homer Simpson shit, like on the ground, like spinning mm-hmm. around on her side, mm-hmm. like going crazy. I had to oh. put her in the shower with all her fucking clothes on and run cold water on her to like get her out of this shit. And then she ended up sleeping for like a, almost like a whole day. After yeah, that I can shit. believe it. That shit scared the shit out of me. I remember one time I took XT, I ended up in the middle of a go mat circle at Pfizer. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing my ass off to fucking what was the rich boy? Dun, 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 dun. That shit that came. Boy, on. look at here, nigga! I came out my throat. I said, "Oh God, I gotta get out there." That, 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 I gotta get I out. I gotta there. get out there. <laughs> they calling me. That, that ecstasy and Molly shit is. I never did the Molly, but I heard that's like basically three times stronger. Yes, yo, me. the Molly is the greatest shit ever, man. Yeah, I, I wanted to, to do some Molly, but you know, the Molly is the greatest shit ever. My job be hating and shit. <laughs> Like, I got this whole professional, whole professional career in a way. Yeah, like. It'd be nutty, though, because it's like I know so many people who have, like, high-paying jobs that their jobs don't worry about any of that. Yeah. And it's nutty because you got people who have jobs where they're making $11 an hour. And, and can't they, get high. Can't get high. If you make $11 an hour, you need to get high. You would think. <laughs> you, know, you would think. The very least you can do is get high. Like, the very least. But... 
you know, it's it's safety sensitive jobs is what they call it. Because yeah. I asked him in my job, I'm like, yo, when weed becomes fully legal, what y'all gonna still hold us like accountable for like doing that shit? Yep. And they like, well, you're you're driving a bus on the highway. I'm like. I mean, I, yeah, 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 but no, yeah, and no, yeah, but no, yeah, and no. I, I see what you're saying, but not really. I see like you try to take it, but like, like I'm not trying to come to work high or get but when high. I'm not here, but when I'm not here, it would be cool to like mellow the fuck out yeah. and not be so wound up. You know why? Because weed is magnificent. It's awesome. Now, weed I can talk to you about all day because, you know, I've had some trials and tribulations. But, yeah, it's like I, I just don't understand the, the bad part about getting high if you can control what you're doing. I'm not talking about being a crackhead, none of that shit, but just a little weed. Yeah. If you decide to do a little molly, you know. You on party? Party drugs. Yeah, I'm just going to party. Holy shit. I'll be here Monday. <laughs> I'm just going to party. Cause the nutty part is everybody who's working on Wall Street is doing coke, and everybody who's a, at lunch. At lunch, yeah, that's the crazy like, part. At, at lunch. lunch, yeah. Mm. I go powder my nose. I'll be right back. Mm. <laughs> like that shit, yeah. real. That's a real thing. <laughs> Nigga said he was on Quaaludes every day. Every day. Every day. That's scary. Just the function. Yeah. Yeah, that's. That's one of the greatest movies ever that doesn't get enough praise, yo. Wolf of Wolf Wall Street. Wall Street is fantastic just, movie. When he woke up, remember they had him uh, tied to the seat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you have a fucking drug problem. <laughs> 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 oh, man. But, uh, oh, uh, we, we, I think we figured out a day for me coming to Vanity. Um, <laughs> that's so, so Matt texted me the other day. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we're looking at January 11th. I'm like, for you to go to Afghanistan? He's like, no, 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 no. Me coming to Vanity. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Who the fuck is we? And how am I the last one to fucking find out? It happened so fast. The <laughs> shit just took off. Like, the shit. Then he sends me the fucking the, the Twitter feed of the, of the shit that Yo. went on. This shit literally, like, took on a life of his own. Yeah. Depend- I, and I'm like, I'm gonna fly in. Yeah, like, motherfuckers what? flying into Philly. <laughs> motherfuckers like, oh, I can't miss this. You go to Vanity, I gotta be there. And I'm like, damn, do I not have any fun? That's what it made me feel like, damn. And Jules was like, I mean, nah. Like Jules, was like, no, this is a big deal. Like you, go, you coming out? That's a big thing. And I'm just like, yeah, that's fucking nuts. So fucking hilarious. I'm gonna put you on a flyer. Yeah, yeah, that that would be the funniest shit. Van- Fantasy Fridays hosted by Matt makes I, me sick. I told my homie, uh, um, I told my homie, I'm like, yeah, I think I'm gonna have a birthday party in January at Vanity. He was like, for what? I'm like. I mean, I don't know. I need a reason to to, to go. <laughs> it's like, why not just have a why not just have a fucking birthday party? <laughs> fucking DJ Khaled picks his birthday. Yeah, DJ Khaled birthday is anywhere from November to March, depending on how he feels. Depending feeling. on what's rolling and what's popping. You're like, hold on, Art Basel. Nah, I'm gonna do yeah. shit in December. Shit. <laughs> it's like what? Your birthday is March fourth. Like hey, we talking about? Real quick before we get into the rundown. Today I was on uh, Facebook and um, I was looking at like a lot of the social injustice stuff. From like the city, like a lot of the politicians and cops and motherfuckers who deal with it and, you know, worried about getting people freed from jail and changing laws and all this type of stuff. And one of like the major guys in it, like that's a cop and 
He's like a finesser, and I and I was <laughs> He's like a finesser. No, real shit, because I'm I'm looking at like he he doesn't his he he don't got no facial hair because he like a cop like he okay. worked with like he full and I'm just like I wonder if they know the weaselish tactics <laughs> that that he Doug. This nigga burnt us out of limo money when we went on to a fucking party in high school. You know what I'm saying? And I, that shit hit me today, like looking at the shit on Facebook. I'm like, this motherfucker, like. That, that's that's what make me sit back sometimes and look at politicians and all because it's just like how he wiggle his way into these meetings and these yeah. like because I know you you got that you got that in your blood yeah. you, you don't know how you to can't help yourself dog we going to a party uh, what's the tenth grade prom what's that called soft hop soft hop we going to motherfucking soft hop we want to get a limo this was 1999 so it's like this is way before remember we all gave it to the party if you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't a road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's party promoters a couple years ago for having a limo. This was cool to have yeah, a fucking like, limo. We got the stretch. We gonna get a limo. He like yeah, I'll handle everything, whatever, whatever. So he come to us. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna handle it all right. He come to us like yo, it's <laughs> gonna money be in my pocket. He like yo, it's gonna be sixty five dollars a piece. This is a bunch of us. We like shit. That ain't bad at all. Sixty five dollars. Give him the bread, whatever, whatever. Now unbeknownst to us, his family owns a funeral home, right? <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know this shit at the time. So we we I'm in, I'm in my man J crib whatever whatever limo pull up it don't got no tent and all the seats is facing forward and I'm like hold on hold on I'm like that's that's the John that the family sit in at the funerals you know what I'm saying and then it, I'm I, the boy driving I'm like I seen boy before like. <laughs> That's that nigga uncle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I seen bull before. And and motherfuckers is so hyped that they like, oh Matt, you hate it. I'm like, no, this is a funeral limo. Like this, this ain't a, like a ain't no liquor or no shit. Oh no, Matt, like, you hating? Where's the mini fridge? Yeah, like, I'm like, this shit is like not a limo, but it's a limo. Niggas is like, and we in that John. <laughs> now we in there, the fucking old head talking to us because ain't no fucking divider <laughs> between the driver and y'all. He like, big man, you play football? I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like, shut the fuck up, funeral driver. Yeah, I seen him today, and that shit. I'm like, it, they all finessers. <laughs> like they, like, like you don't get into that world without being a little bit of a scumbag. Oh, uh, it's a boy who he big deal out the county, and funniest shit ever. He's like a uh, always got a suit, the the trench coat with the scarf. He he carried that shit, but he okay. deal with something with like. The councilman and all of that the shit. Alderman like, or some shit? One of them out the county. We walking in the casino. This was the funniest shit ever. Me and Ross walking into the casino. He was coming out, walking past us. So Ross like, yo, I seen you on the news today. You're a funny boy to the to him. And he just was like with the with the sick face, just like looking at at us. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, boy? He like, fuck no, I don't know that nigga. I'm like, so what was the you were funny boy? He's like, I seen him on the news. He about to, he, he about to get indicted for some shit with some parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? He was like, yeah, the nigga was on the news. The motherfucker stole like one point something million in park it ticket money or some crazy shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just like, he's just in a casino. Like, like it's awesome. So listen, to that same point, I saw the movie Widows this week. 
Good ass movie. Who's starring there? I, I, uh, Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the I forget the black lady's name. I always mix her with Alfie Water, but the black lady from How to Get Away with Murder and all that. Uh, and Viola. Leah, Viola. I, I saw the, the Liam Neeson. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, uh, don't get me started on Liam Neeson, <laughs> man. So in the movie, Colin Farrell is the uh, is the incumbent alderman or whatever okay. like that, and it's this guy from the neighborhood that's like a street dude, the guy from uh from the Atlanta show. You watch Atlanta? I've got, I've like vaguely like if it's on I the the main not Donald Glover his cousin the rapper boy. okay Paperboy yeah. Paperboy is running for alderman against Colin Farrell or whatever like that okay. so they find out that Colin Farrell as alderman he basically was he they had a five million dollar budget overrun on fixing the Green Line train and this motherfucker just straight took the shit in cash and had it in his fucking crib so the whole plot around the movie is uh. These widows of these guys that all died during this prior heist mm-hmm. are going to go steal this money yeah. from fucking Colin Farrell okay. or whatever. And they identify like all these different ways that he's like basically like giving people uh, small business grants and then shaking them down for the for repayment the, yeah. on the fucking grant. So it's like, yo, I give you a $20,000 grant to start a business and then you got to pay me three grand a week for life for giving you 20 grand to start your business. Like shit like that. And I'm like, yeah, this is the type of shit that these politicians fucking do and get into. And they always end up getting their fucking bells rung because the shit come back to catch them fucking Milton Street and yeah. all that bullshit. And it's like, yo, it's it's like being shit, a politician the, is like the, being a drug dealer and not having to sell drugs. The DA just the went DA, down. Seth. Yeah, uh, uh, Seth Williams. Seth yeah. Williams. Seth Williams went to court and the judge told him, I can't trust you to, re- to return yourself back here for sentencing. So I'm going to remand you yeah. to the court's custody. The the DA got remanded. Got <laughs> remanded the court custody. Ridiculous. That shit is crazy. Over a couch and a roof. On all type of shit. Stupid shit, man. But you good? I'm, I'm feeling great, good. Man. I'm 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 livening up now. We got no fruit snacks. No fruit snacks, man. Just straight water. I had my little meal before I came here. I left my leftovers in the car, yo. Instagram, boy. <laughs> Rabbit hole. It's a it's a it's an actual <laughs> rabbit hole. But I don't know. Let's get into some of these motherfucking topics, man, for the week. Uh, man of the year alert. You you want to go into that? <laughs> Gotta go into it. We can go into that, man. So, uh, for those of you that uh, are on social media, you probably saw the firestorm this week. My man P, aka what uh, is his name? Is it just P? Pierre. It, like share. It's Pierre. Nobody's even last name. Pierre Thomas. Okay. Like the running back. Yeah, Pierre Thomas. Exactly. Yeah, I can see why he just goes by P. Got a horrible fucking name. Mm-hmm. So it's like my name was Pierre. I was I would tell motherfuckers my name was something not even with the initial. I would just go a whole different direction. Like chief. Like killer. <laughs> Some shit like that. Like so. So my man uh, P. Better known as the CEO of Quality Control Music. I remember my homie took me to these bitches' cribs back in the day. He was like high school. We were at these chicks' crib up uh, North Philly. Real dangerous block. And um, we was on the porch, and the chick was like, what's your name? I'm like, everybody just called me Murder. And he burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I'm like, I don't know. We in North. I can't tell these motherfuckers my name Matthew. I'm looking at me crazy. But I, I said murder. Like, and I tried to play it off so cool. He did this dumb ass burst out laugh. Fuck the whole thing up. Murder. Yeah. So my man, my man P, uh, locked up the Man of the Year uh, award this week, man. I don't know if Offset get Cardi. I mean, she gonna drag that shit out. 
I, I think we'll we'll talk. about Cardi it. gonna drag the shit out. They getting back together. I, yeah. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, guys. She think, keeps if you listen to her videos, her video rants, she keeps leaving the door open for them to get back. Yeah, together. I think it's a publicity stunt, but we'll get into that later. All right, cool. So my man P locked up the man of the year this week uh, when he revealed that he got pregnant. Not one social media uh, star, but two social media stars and three their friends. Yeah. <laughs> On top of that, he's alleged to be fucking another uh, one of their girlfriends that I know about that's from Philly. Congratulations to her, I guess. And, um, you know, he literally fucked the Internet up like he shut the Internet down and it started like. You ever watch like a fire taking place and then it's like starts that that like one video with the fire on the fucking stove with a guy trying to put the fucking fire out and then the fire just gets bigger? It was like watching that shit because it's like, yo, a couple of weeks ago, the chick, uh, Kalar, went on Twitter and said when the news, quote unquote, broke that this was her baby's father and said fake news, blah, 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 and was really retweeting people, niggas capping for caping for her, basically saying like, I knew this was going to happen. I knew this was going to happen. Soon as a popular chick have a baby by somebody that ain't y'all, y'all start with the weird shit and this, that, and the third. And turns out, lo and behold, it was true. And me and Black and me and Deuce talked about this shit weeks ago. And I basically told them, I said, listen, I know I don't know everything, but I know relationships and I know fucking women and their tendencies, black women especially. If you post everything else on social media, If you're not posting who your kid's father is, that's because you're ashamed of it one way or another. Meaning, either it's your homegirl's man (laughs) or the man belongs to somebody else he married whatever the case may be because you put everything else out there now all of a sudden you want to have a private pregnancy when every single day you sitting here giving us your motherfucking feminist ideologies and a bunch of bullshit that turns out you don't even fucking live by and it's just like a big ass fucking joke and it's like we just keep seeing the jig be up with these people over and over and over again and it's like i talked about a couple of weeks ago And Matt kind of stopped me from going in on y'all, but this is the <laughs> shit that I'm talking about. Beautiful women, stop fucking spreading this feminist propaganda and this bullshit when you're sucking dick for money. I mean, yeah. You got on social media and shamed side chicks who have babies. I feel bad for side chicks. Like, these fucking tweets that are coming back to haunt her, she looked fucking nuts. The funniest one was the uh, bitches fuck anybody in a Benz. You'll fuck a deer <laughs> if it had a Benz. I'm just like, huh. I laughed off of that one. That like, was so funny. I guess you fuck a monkey in a fucking Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. apparently. Like, so it's just like, yo, why do we got to when I say we, I just mean like the millennial generation got to be so flamboyant and trying to throw shit in people's face when you out here doing the same shit. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, But the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So it's like as a woman, you would think that a real feminist ideology is to bring all women together and to mask the bad shit that y'all are doing. Right. You're on social media propagandizing the fact that you need to live a certain way and know your worth and this, that, and the third. And here you are caught up in the middle of some ghetto bullshit. Right. I mean, a standard. 
Like that's so, but that, but that's social media. Do that make any sense? Yes. Like you ever see a chick? We've seen it over and over. You ever and over see again. a chick like phone when she take a picture for social media? She got if you look at like the pictures when you go to the to the camera roll, right? Like this. All of these will be the same picture. picture. Yeah. Because she has to get the right one. To yeah, the post. right light with the right angle with the right. And then once she posts it, then she gotta scroll through the filters. Go oh, no, I don't like that one. Oh, no, I don't, no, no. And and then I know chicks who literally all their videos, all their pictures. It's that that reef shit on their head from the Snapchat. Yeah, yeah. Like they don't post regular pictures anymore. Yeah, they can't. And that's what I mean. <laughs> that's that's literally what social media is. It's like it's all smoke and mirrors. Yes. It's an it's an illusion. Let me read some of these tweets to y'all. And it's like people don't dig that shit. Like social media is where you can go now to just be somebody else. And you know, people live that life. All right. Uh, at Klar will. Chow, y'all would fuck a deer if it had a Benz. Eleven twenty four fourteen. That's the greatest one. Of all the baby showers you've been to, how many of the women were married? Twelve thirty one twelve. I don't have any all capital letters pity for a jump off. You're pregnant by a married man. You and those tears go jump off a cliff. <laughs> Seven to twelve. I can't make this shit up. It's the way he's reading, man. I can't make this shit up, man. Got very aggressive right there too. <laughs> I don't wish being single and pregnant on anybody. <laughs> Bruh. I'm over here. I'm over here drinking. Chief want to talk to everybody involved. <laughs> yo, Chief been working his ass off. Yo, week. Chief worked 96 hours last week, man. Chief putting in mega overtime, dog. That's funny as Chief shit. did not take this job to have to be no. working so many fucking hours with y'all, man. Like, you literally, like, can't make this shit up, bro. Oh, here's another one. What happens after you sleep with a celeb? What life achievement level did you complete? 12, 1, 13. Like, so much aggression. Yeah. Talking down, positioning, like, messaging. Like, and, you know, I was, I've had this conversation like three times this week. You know, in, in, in marketing and advertising, they teach you about messaging, meaning, like, all right, your ad sh- visually shows this. Right. But what are you really trying to say? What message are you trying to get across? So for this broad, the message that she was trying to get across is, I'm above you bitches. I ain't going for the bullshit and blah, blah, blah. And fuck y'all. And if you do X, Y, Z, fuck you. You can go die somewhere because I ain't with it. And these niggas going to respect me and blah, blah, blah. And here you are in the center of some ghetto nigger bullshit. Oops. Oops. My bad. I Man, that's essentially what it is. Like, damn, my fault. Yeah, no, them, them seven years of tweets and shit like, no, nah, I ignore all that shit. <clears throat> I mean, I don't, me personally, I don't, I, tweets don't really like, you know, like, I don't, I don't. These type of tweets is a different ball game. I though, get it when you're literally putting yourself out there continually. as. Yeah, like, I, I get that. But for me, even, it's just like, I understand the world. Like, it's bullshit. People full of shit? It's bullshit. I said that to a friend the other day. I'm like, I, at a young age, 
was just able, maybe it was my mom passing away when I was 17, just and watching the way the whole neighborhood, family, everything acted, and then watching how they acted two years, three years, it's just like, it's bullshit. It's all bullshit. And not to be outdone, <laughs> when he revealed that she was pregnant, then he turns around and slams the big joker on the table and piss, posts a video. With Lyra. Of Lyra at the doctor yeah. getting the ultrasound. You talk about evidence. Yeah. With the caption, oh, she capping. She know we in love. Mm. Like, bitch, please. Yeah. That kind of wrapped it up. <laughs> that kind of like. Yeah. It's like the earthquake, like the yeah. visualization of the earthquake. <laughs> we see the ground split. Yeah. And apparently. He was shopping. He was using his sax plug uh, going ham because he got there's pictures of them chicks dressing alike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he had the same fucking clothes on, same dresses and yeah, shit. Yeah, he had a busy week, man. He bought uh, Offset uh, the new Rolls Royce truck. For his birthday? Yeah. He's buying everybody Rolls Royce yeah. trucks, apparently. He bought Lil Baby one last week for his birthday. Oh, that, that was, okay. I didn't even see. <laughs> Is Lil Baby on QCM? Yeah. Oh, shit. Man, they got it rolling. They got it rolling. Yeah, so so here's the thing, right? Here's the overall, the overarching message. Bitches just be talking, first and foremost. Second, well, I of think all, everybody just be talking though. <laughs> bitches especially. <laughs> Second of all, when you have money, the ghetto nigger whorish bullshit that men do becomes cute suddenly. Everybody thinks that you like some fucking funny teddy bear and like you're the biggest hoe in the world impregnating everybody. You know why? Because you can afford to take care of the kids. Yeah. When you can afford to put the baby mom in a fucking Bentley and, and put her in a seven bedroom uh, mini mansion and put the kid through private school, everybody's with it. It's yeah. cool. Oh, uh, you know, a man go now a man gonna be a man. Yeah. When 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 me or whoever else try to pull this shit, it's a motherfucking problem. Y'all dog ass niggas, y'all need to cut this shit out. It's all of the public scrutiny in the fallout. But when a fucking when future does it, shit is cute. Even though they get mad at him every week, yeah. but I'm saying it's like yo, it's like when you have the the financial means to make sure everything's straight, it's whatever. Yeah, I mean tip drill. Like Plies almost had a reality show called Busted Baby. <laughs> like. It's just the way it go. Whatever. Like, it's fucked up, but it's it's real. You know what I mean? Like, I, Chris Rock had a, um, on a tambourine, Chris Rock was saying that shit. Like, women are judged off how they look. This is why women want to get 30-inch weaves and get their noses done and titties done and feet done and all this old crazy-ass shit. And he's like, men are judged off what can you bring to the motherfucking table. Yeah. He's like, women... He's like, men, when you meet a chick and you tell your homies, yeah, I just met a new chick, what's the first thing they say? What she look like. Women, when you meet a man, what's the first thing your girlfriend say? What What does he do? do? And that's that's why Chris Rock, to me, is the GOAT, because it be dead on, like, damn, that's real. Like, what do he do? And if you say he work at Hardee's, what? Bitch, you bugging. Where is a Hardee's? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, like this nigga, I take eight trains to get to work. Like, where the fuck is it a Hardee's at? But if you say, oh, you know, he, uh, it, it's Lenny S. Okay. It's lit. Don't even matter if he dating nobody. Don't, it's it's yeah. Lenny S. You better go get your man, girl. <laughs> oh, you know, he, he, just, he, just, he just got uh, signed to the Sixers. Oh, okay, cool. That's what's up. Damn. 
That's it. <laughs> no further questions. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Fuck it, the fact that he got four baby moms and all that shit. No, that shit don't matter. It's real, and like that's what I mean. Like it, it don't offend me. I guess because I just I I see the world at face value. I was playing poker yesterday. Okay. I had what did I have in hand? I had Ace King suited. I raised it pre-flop. This was a tournament. I made it forty five hundred. Blinds was at. 1200 600 I made a 4500 pre-flop. Dude called me. Flop came out blank. 762. I missed, but I I know my ace is probably best right here. I make it 5500. He calls. So I'm like I'm a little thrown off by the call. Then the turn was a 8. So it was 876 on the board. He checked. I checked. River was another 6. He jammed. All in. As he said all in, I was like, I call. He was like, yeah, you're good. And he, and he just <laughs> mucked his cards. And I'm just like, yeah, I kind of knew that was coming. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, that's kind of how I just see yeah. things. Like, I call. You're, you're lying, right? right. All right, cool. All right, cool. <laughs> All right, cool. And that's, that. It, we can be done with this. It's, it's just, you ever seen somebody just going off about the lie and you just like, He's gonna keep this going. <laughs> like, and, and, and it don't even gotta be no extra yeah. shit. But they embellishing about, like, did you see that John with the, how how men act when they get around women? Yeah. Yo, remember when I shot the ball <laughs> down the, <gym? laughs> like, you know, like it just remember I was down Fazo, I shot the shit out that nigga. That nigga was talking crazy. I shot that nigga and I slapped the security Yo, guard. Yo, he started slap boxing for he He's a bitch. Like if I wasn't around, niggas would fuck around, do whatever they want to you. But you know, I keep the dog on me. Nigga <laughs> said I keep the dog on me. But it's like, yeah, that's. That's how motherfuckers are. Just completely full of shit. No, I keep the dog. <laughs> That's the funniest video ever, yo. You, did you see it? You know what I'm talking about? Did you see it? Oh, you guys see know, it. I keep the he had dog a, on. He had a vessel on with a white feeder. Said, you know, I keep the dog on. He said, nobody gonna fuck with <laughs> <laughs> but that's really how folks act. It's just it's bullshit. It's like it's just complete bullshit. My problem. Eighty five percent of the shit that gets said on social media be bullshit. Absolutely. It just be complete and utter BS. Yes. And like the whole offset shit I was doing today with him and like oh man I really think he's ready to change and he's 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 taking accountability and he's ready to move forward and cheat responsibly. Like, responsibly. Well, like, well, hello. <laughs> I'm being funny, you know, because I don't think they fucking say, like, you know what I mean? But it's motherfuckers who really get on here and put this shit out into the world and it'd be like, this ain't really how you think. Right. Or, or how you feel. And a lot of it BBS because when the doors close, like, when that shit lock, motherfuckers be with a lot of shit that they say they not with. Absolutely right. Like, how much this whole eating ass shit done came up, <laughs> uh, uh, about... Asses is getting eight. Motherfuckers will tell you, I what? I never. Ass got eight <laughs> today. <laughs> it's like, like I don't understand where these like motherfuckers are going. There. I would never do this, and I never do this whole time. Asses is being blessed. They being blessed around here. It's just, it's just what it is. <laughs> like people be lying. Brown chair. Yeah, brown chair. <laughs> it's just what's Not happening. Have to be confused with in chair or out chair. <laughs> round chair. My whole thing with the, with the with the you know Lyra is collateral damage. Whatever. Oh, I still love Lyra. Lyra's cute as a button. Oh. FYI, last night, right end of the night, the club is exiting. Nigga walked up to this chick. He said, "God damn, you as cute as a button." The whole fucking <laughs> lobby erupted <laughs> in fucking laughter. I'm just like, yo, this yeah. nigga shot the fuck out, man. He's like, no, really, she is cute as a button. I had a <laughs> I had a great tweet the other day that went like little mini viral. I said, um. 
it's almost like standard practice or a um I can't let me go because I I know I'm going to fuck it up. So my biggest issue, right, real quick, just to put a bow on this shit, is not so much the chick uh, Klar and her bullshit was just the fact that other women were really looking up to this shit and believing it and propagandizing it and trying to use it against people. I mean, I, I see a lot of the the feministas and the uh, the men ain't shit preachers and the um, I ain't going for it choir. The, the know your worth people. It's like I see a lot of those pages pop up on Twitter and they'll have 16, 22, 33,000 followers. And it's like you, like women outnumber men. We know this yeah. because that's just statistics. Women, I think now it's like 12 to 1 or some crazy shit like that. It's so it's like. Women be like women don't have dads or they don't have older brothers or positive men positive men and then they just be looking for any answer when it comes because I know a lot of women who are single mothers with one two three mm. four kids they don't be having no answers for for nothing right. so they turn to these people who get uh, almost like anointed. And be like, yeah, that's who I'm going to look to for advice on relationships, for advice on dealing with men, for advice on raising my son, for advice on, you know, trying to date and still be respectful of my child father. And they and they don't be realizing that these people didn't go to school. These people didn't get no tutelage to to come back. And no, I'm serious. To to be a professional, anything you gotta learn. You gotta put in ten thousand hours. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. Like yeah, I have a CDL. They didn't. Ju- I didn't just show up like ew. And they was like, huh? Like <laughs> oh, the bull man here. Yeah, oh, man in this joint. You go, baby. Still, what get class? Your, what class? Get your CDL picture, you Playboy. Like nah, it don't work like that. It's like I see motherfuckers get sent home because they couldn't back up a truck in a straight line. It sounds easy but it asked maggie she gonna do it now shout out she just got hired for something that and she like i was scared as shit driving like motherfuckers coming to me all day yo you you the best motherfucking driver because i'm just comfortable i'm telling i drove trucks in the mountains in the right. winter i drove through real live 13 percent downgrade mountains i remember taking a truck out of gear coming down devil's uh peak in oregon and my trainer like i got through that like I had to stab break the whole way down the mountain, tire smoke and everything. Cause you once you take a bus out of gear when you, I mean a truck out of gear when you going downhill, yeah. you can't get it back in gear. Yank, 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 yank. It's just you can't put it in a gear. So now you, I literally had to stab break like six thousand feet. The shit was crazy. Like we didn't crash or nothing. He just was like, that's the scariest shit I've ever been. Like literally, we sat there for like a good hour and we got down to the bottom of that motherfucker. I went through that. Yeah. So it's just like yeah, to be a professional, anything you got to put. Hours in, y'all come on Twitter and social media. I mean, uh, Instagram and talk like you've been in three relationships and you yeah, talk like, it's like so you talk like expertise. you talk like a counselor or a therapist yeah. or a life coach, and your life is is in ruins. You're not a coach. Yeah. You're not a, a licensed therapist. Like you look at somebody like uh, Ian Levan Zant or. Tim Robbins or they, these people have degrees. They have psychology degrees. Right. They understand the way the human the brain human works, mind how it's tied to emotions and responses. Yeah. And they didn't just like meet everybody clubbing and was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm gonna start giving out advice." That shit don't work like that. Yeah. But motherfuckers literally be so off. They follow whatever the the popping little shit is. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely right. You see rappers now have transitioned into stay away from the lean, stay away from the perks. Whereas a couple years ago, it was hand me the lean, hand me the perks and you saw society dipping bad yeah. into the opioids. It's j- it's 
That's the way the world works. Whatever's yeah. popping controls it. Jay-Z said, put the throwback on. Niggas was buying throwbacks like they was buying T-shirts. Niggas was like, yo, you got a, uh, you got a size 52 back there? No, we got a 60. All right, give me that, Give me the 60. Give me the 60. Give me the 60, boss, and the hat to match. <laughs> Jay said, yo, take them Jones off. We grown men, button-ups. But look, poor niggas was wearing button-ups button everywhere. Button-ups the size of throwbacks. <laughs> <laughs> Got a size 4XL fucking button up. You 128 pounds. I've re- Yo, my favorite show on Earth back in the day was The Real World. I loved The Real World. I loved it. If anybody remembers the Vegas season at the Palms, the nigga Alton, dark-skinned black boy, showed up. He had on what came to be known as the changed clothes scully. I remember in school, motherfuckers was like, you see the weird boy with the scully with the brim? The fuck wrong with him? And it was like the big joke. He was yeah. the boy with the scully with a brim on it. Fast forward two years years later, Jay put it on and turned it backwards. Y'all ain't got no more change clothes colors in there. <laughs> God damn, it's a third star. <laughs> like, motherfuckers was going crazy. Where is the scully with the brims at? It's, it's just the way. If you popping, you can make it pop. If you not, like we say every week on this show, sometimes the messenger is more important than the message. And y'all let anybody be your messengers. So... It's like, you know, I'm not mad at, at Shorty Fan. Like, you're living your life. But it's like, don't come out here and tell other chicks, oh, don't do this, don't do that. That's my own, like, when, do whatever the fuck you want. When in reality, you for sale. Yeah. That's cool. Be for sale. Do whatever the fuck. This is this is my advice to everybody that this fucking message reaches. Do whatever the fuck you want. But once you start weaponizing it, your message and propagandizing the shit to other people and poisoning their brains, that's when I have a problem with it because now you have a whole generation of women. The last fucking, go from 2012 to now, it's about to be 2019. So the last seven years that have been listening to this fucking propaganda and believing it, and you've been for sale the whole time. Yeah, we was watching SVU today, and um, the episode that was on, the lady, she was... um. A banker, like she worked on Wall Street or whatever, and dude was like a billionaire on Wall Street, whatever, whatever. And he, he the company she worked for, he was his account was their biggest account. So he had a party at like this crazy ass mansion in New York, his big ass penthouse townhome, whatever the fuck it was. And he wound up raping her. And she came to the cops like, yeah, so-and-so raped me, whatever, whatever. And this nigga, they wound up going, finding evidence, all this bullshit. They locked him up. Two days before the trial, he basically took his business from her firm and went to another firm and got the CEO of that firm to offer her a job working in Brussels that was going to pay her a guaranteed $5 million a year. So $20 million for, to make this whole for four years. So she wouldn't. But they said part of the condition of her getting a job. Can't testify. She had, no, she has to keep a low profile. So her testifying would <laughs> have been. a high profile. Right. So she wound up. She was going to take the shit and live like, you serious? We got here. We got all evidence. You, you What? And she like, yeah, but. This money, I'm never going to see that again. Like, I, I got to take this. And he had did this shit before with another chick yeah. who, like, she regretted doing it. But she like, hey, I'm rich. You know what I'm saying? Because he had raped her, same type joke right. or whatever. And Liv was, like, telling her, you know, you got a chance to to fight this and win. And, you you know, you this will set the precedent. Da, da, da. And the, the, the girl, like, I'm not here to set no precedent. Worried about for, me. And she, like, I, this is my. And then and, and my <laughs> Lee was like. What, what, what would you do in that situation? I'm like, 
I got to get to, I got to go to Brussels. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, Apparently, I got to keep a low profile because I'm not out here yeah. telling motherfuckers, yo, this, that, and the third. She was, but she wound up testifying and shit. Yeah. But it's almost like that with the whole like you can't be out here and say one thing. Then when the chicken come, you like, oh shit, I'm, what's up? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? They could probably hit her up like, damn, what's up with all these tweets, all these men hating tweets and shit like that? Oh, no, daddy, what's going on? I'm sorry. No, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, just, you know, you know these goofy bitches following me. They go for anything. Yeah. <laughs> Throw her whole little following right under the bus. But, yeah, P, uh, P's, P's right there for man of the year. Hey, man. He, yeah. he got it locked up for me, baby. We don't even got to do that one on air. Yeah, we can do that right now. <laughs> Congratulations, Pete. Oh, my tweet was, uh, Lyra Galore ruining your life for seven to nine months seems like a rite of passage for fat niggas once they become successful. Dot, 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 dot. I can't wait for my turn in the next <laughs> two to three years. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I'm looking forward to this moment. <laughs> I would just, I would have to explain it to everybody like, yeah, no, nah, I mean, just, you know, I'm up now. And, um... <laughs> You know, we enjoy each other's company. This is this is Lyra, by the way. This is my father. This is my son. like. It's just one of them things, and it's like, like where is where is Lee? I mean, you know, Lee had to understand. I'm you not. Know. She she in the car. She parking the car. We you know just. <laughs> no, this is a family thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, we figured this out together. Yeah, like you know, she cool with it. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's just parking the car. It's just one of them things. Like Lyra had, you know, she you a big nigga. You really getting some paper. He gonna find you. You got it. That was the funniest part of the whole joint. Lyra, did you see her IG story? Uh-huh. She she was posting shit all this wild shit. And one of the joints she put on her IG story was like, and for the record, um, yeah, I've been around, but I don't go looking for none of these niggas. I was like, I don't know how to take weird that flex, one. but okay. Uh, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Peculiar stunt, but all yeah, right. Yeah, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> I don't go looking for nothing. They don't. You're easy to find. Like, what are you my about? You my man has screenshotted and sent it to me. I'm like, yeah, bay tripping today. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that one was about. Apparently, uh, Gunna was running down on yeah. her too, and he yeah. he caught some shrapnel. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah, she been around. She definitely been around. Drake, Meek, Ross, Wale, Wale, the whole, pretty much the whole Maybach music. Uh, Drake, Gunna, P now. When she with somebody else, like had a high profile joint. Like from Philly, that had a yeah. low profile. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, I saw the videos. Yeah, you didn't see them? No. Yeah, I saw them. <laughs> Live and direct. Live and direct. <laughs> Live and direct. <laughs> I saw the videos. Listen, that little, uh, that little seven to the nine months she was home when, yeah. when the shit fell apart with Ross. Yeah. She had to come back to West. Man, niggas was getting down. Yeah. I miss my shot. I yo, I remember like, cause I'm, we was we was out there and we was I just somehow somehow he was like, oh yo, I heard that on the podcast the other day you was talking about she, you know what I'm saying, and I'm just like, yeah, I love her. He was like, uh, check this out, and I'm like, where did you steal these from? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, what nigga? And I I saw the video. I'm just like, damn, they a whore. <laughs> It's like that. It's that cool moment. though. <laughs> like, that's cool though. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I seen the videos, man. Good times. Good, yeah. Not good times. <laughs> Talking about. I was pissed. Like yeah, but um, I don't know. Like, <sighs> she up there for uh, IG Honey of the Year. She still look amazing <laughs> every year. Sure, she's still you know. Lear is Lear. She's going to have a down year 2019, though. She's going to be knocked up. The crazy part is I fuck around, still fuck with it. 
You know what I'm saying? Listen, all right, scumbag story. All right. Let, could, could, let, let's, could you seriously fuck with a chick who's like moving and shaking? Yeah, because I'm the fling king. No, I mean like fuck with him. I'm, uh, listen, I've had 10-year flings. I, I understand that. <laughs> so, like, could I be like... This my bait. Like right, I was watching the porno awards the other day. Don't don't. I know that's <laughs> weird transition, but okay. I know it sounds nuts, but it was three thirty in the morning. I just came home, and when I left, I was watching Rumble in the Bronx on Showtime. <laughs> come back, and then, yeah, you come back and turn the TV on, and I was like, oh, I saw titties, and I'm like, damn, what the fuck is this? And I hit the info, and it, it said the AVN, AVN awards, porno awards, yeah. and I'm like. So I started watching it, and I mean, this shit is like real awards. Like they get dressed, they like, yeah, they get statues. It's like a real award show. So yeah, and then they like fuck in the alleys. I mean, in, the, in, the, was, in, the, uh, in the aisles. Motherfuckers was winning awards, coming on stage crying, thanking their parents. I'm like, oh, this shit is nuts. Motherfuckers that was nominated for awards and not winning, you could see them like leaving out, snapping, hating, fucking, <laughs> oh, she only got that because this was her first anal scene. And I'm just like, yo, this shit is bedlam. But... <laughs> Watching the, the watching the shit. What made me think about this was the dude who won best male actor for the year. When he won his award, his wife came running up on stage and gave him a kiss and was like, "I'm so proud of you." And I'm like, "This is the craziest shit this I've ever." This is the uh, the alternate universe. This is the what, what is it? Uh, the quantum realm. Mm. <laughs> this is the fucking quantum realm. Quantum on Amen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't. Could could you fuck with a porno chick? Absolutely not. To where, yeah, that's I what, ain't that, I'm strong. That's why I'm like, I, I don't know strong. if I'm that strong to like walk and hold hands. And she had a six dude gangbang. What Uncle Shannon say? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I, how strong are you though? That's where I'm. I'm thinking it to myself. Like, I wonder how strong I am with with dealing with a a woman that I know has been. I mean, I fucked with a known whore. Yeah, I, it was I, like parading I, her, like loving her. Oh, I mean, for like two years. I don't know if I was around for this. I'm not. I'll tell you who it was off air. You was around. I mean, I kind of. I got an idea. <laughs> you was around. Like, listen, she literally was going with my man right before me. Yeah, well, that's Philly. <laughs> I was just like waiting in line, like boop boop boop. Yeah, you don't. You don't. It's like pinball. Yeah, right? like, I'm waiting. <laughs> that's kind of our role. Listen, I'm gonna be here. And then she fucked with my other homie after me, like immediately after me, like. It's Philly. It's Philly. You yeah. see? So just like, yeah, but that was Bay, and I love her. And I'll take her fucking whore ass back. Oh, man, that's lit. I don't know for how long, but, you know. Yeah. She was expensive, too. Yeah, it's Philly. Philly. <laughs> it's Philly. <laughs> so real quick before we get out of this scumbag story, when I was like probably like 20, 19, 20, I had this chick that I lusted over, this chick named Jamie that I lusted over my whole teenage years. Mm-hmm. Tall, light skin, big titties, fat ass, beautiful chick from West Philly, whatever like that. I lusted over this girl for so long. So one day I just randomly get a phone call. It's fucking Jamie. So I'm like, hey, what's up? What's going on? She like, yeah, you know, this and that, you know, I was I ended up getting pregnant. Me and my baby father not together no more. Blah, blah, blah. Come see me. OK. Yeah. I go see her. She's nine months. Big belly pregnant. OK. So boom! After I fucked the bitch, right, right, you know what I mean? then I'm just like, damn, like I'm really like a scoundrel. Like I really just like fucked the chick that's like eight and a half months pregnant. Like this is fucked up. But I did it again. You know what I mean? So, but you know, I just had to get that one off. 
I, just, I had, I had, you know, I, I had, I had, to, I had to put that one on the scoreboard. There's no way, like, even after she had the baby, you're still part of my collection. It is what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, thank you for the memories. I'm not getting into none of my scumbag <laughs> stories, and if I ever do, it, it's be anonymous. <laughs> Trust me. The um, I you, you want to go on to Kanye or you want to fuck with Cardi B and Offset? Let's fuck with Cardi B. All right, we'll leave you. Uh, Six bro. nine voice, Cardi B. They deserve each other <laughs> because they really are like they're the same person. They're the same person. <laughs> The video of him showing up today, well, last night at a Rolling Loud, Awkward. was drawling on so many different levels. One, he was dressed like Elvis. That was ridiculous. <laughs> She's the first female headliner for Rolling Loud. Did you know that? Why did they let him on this? Stage? How the fuck? That was that was what my folks were saying. Around. How did he even get in? And I'm like, because I think security kind of know, like, she not leaving the nigga. And when they do get back together, you don't want to be the one dickhead who punched Offset in the face. Right. You got to Because go. now you fire. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Now you got to go do security for them franchise boys. Dim <laughs> 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 franchise You got to start literally from scratch. From where, scratch. Where is scratch? Dim franchise boys. Scratch is over there with fucking DFL with, with no D-F-L shorty low. And parlay. <laughs> yeah. Fucking uh, Fabo. That's where the fuck scratch is at in the hip hop industry. Dim franchise boys. Yeah, you doing security at the Tower Theater and shit now. <laughs> you got to work odd jobs yeah, and shit. you ain't doing no venues that matter anymore. You just anymore. had a $400,000 security detail. Now yeah. you motherfucking doing security for Alpha Mega. Yeah. They got kicked out of Grand Hustle. Yeah. But tell it. Alpha Mega. He had a hot verse too. Oh man, T.I. found that nigga was a rat. Yeah. Do that nigga in the bushes. T.I. said, nigga, you making this shit hot. They already think I'm telling. You gotta go, nigga. I gotta make an example out of Alpha you. Alpha Mega. I can't remember the song too. Hurt. 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 Mert. Put him in the dirt. Put him in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Alpha Mega killed him. He that. was rolling on that shit. Yeah. And then they straight got tossed grand in the bushes. Grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, man, the offset uh, crept up into the rolling loud. I, that was where it pissed me off because it was like. She's the first female headliner ever of Rolling Loud. Don't hijack our moment. Cause. Lil Wayne headlined that. Like, Uzi, motherfucking, like, big deals. Like, Cardi's the first woman to headline that thing. Wiz Khalifa headlined it. Like, you don't just show up in the middle of that dressed like the honky-tonk man <laughs> with, with, with all these fucking <laughs> roses and shit and... And, and a sign. And a sign. <laughs> yeah, it was just mad and weird. <laughs> he called her bruh in the apology. I just want to let you know I apologize, bruh. <laughs> shoot this man. <laughs> like, Boo this man. <laughs> no, shoot this man. Exactly. Like, this nigga a leg shot. He just called Yo, your wife bruh. Bruh. I just want to let you know I apologize, bruh. Sorry, you know, bruh. Like, you know how I be, bruh. The motherfuckers is crazy. His video apology was hilarious. They turned it into a, a song. A Did song, you see that? man. They said he said he said you know I, I was wrong for entertaining that girl. I ain't fucking. I ain't fucking. But her, I did entertain her but though. I did entertain her though. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is the saddest shit I've ever seen, man. <laughs> did you see he got on stage with Twenty One Savage and Twenty One Savage had the crowd chant and take 
uh, all all set back. And I'm just like, this shit is a joke. That's how I'm like, this shit is a publicity stunt. It's no way. This shit is bad. It can't be real. This can't be real. This is like WWE. It's like kayfabe. This is this is perfect PR. Is what yeah. this is. Perfectly executed PR. Right. Everybody's in on it except us. Yeah. But we're just smart. This shit to might know get Cardi two or three Grammys. Yeah. Because now it's the redemption story. Yeah. Now it goes into music. Now he got to go on the Kiss Ass Tour. Mm-hmm. The Offset Kiss Cardi Ass Tour. And starring, starring Offset and Cardi B. And motherfuckers <laughs> is so star for entertainment. Like we always we talk about. They like, well, they're going to be there front row. <laughs> so it's like. How much is the tickets? 4400 We there. We there. So it's like now Offset gets to roll around and people who have never seen a healthy relationship, they like, oh, my God, taking back. He's sorry. And the other side is the people who hate everything and they like, fuck that nigga. Da, 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 da. <laughs> you can do so much better. Yeah. In reality, she can't. And I hate <laughs> to be the bearer of bad news, guys. <laughs> it's just another dog ass nigga waiting in the wings. You know what I'm saying? And and the thing about her, she keeps leaving. The, if you watch her videos and shit. She keep leaving the door open for them to get. I haven't back seen it. I saw one video. She was like, she was like, even if I do go and find another magnificent man, and he just loved me so much, he's not gonna love my daughter the way her father loved her. I said, oh, he back in. Yeah. Once you th- once you throw the kid in it, and you like another man ain't gonna love my daughter the way her father gonna love her. I'm like, you absolutely right, bitch. Somebody tweeted I'm here the for other the, day. I'm here for the neck and the neck only. Somebody sister. tweeted the other day, like if if uh, Offset went her back, he got to send her the picture of the car accident and be like, I wish I would have died. This Yo, day. that was my man from fucking oh, New Orleans. God. that shit up. I wish I'd have died this day. That shit actually works. Uh, you know. The chick that I had the Molly story with, she tried to break up with me, and I told her I was going to kill myself, and this shit worked like a charm. I'll I tell you a true story. Me and Leah broke up because we broke. We, I get dumped all. I'm dumped right now. You know, <laughs> I get dumped all the time. But she left, went to her mom's crib, and I told her, like, I'm, I'm going to kill myself. And she's like, why would you say something like that? Now I can't go to sleep knowing you up there and you might hurt yourself. I'm coming back to Philly. And I was at Dave and Buster's, and I had to <laughs> hurry up and cash my tickets out. No bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no bullshit. I had to hurry up and get the fuck like, home and look sad. Like, what, what do uh, 330 tickets get me? I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to get the fuck out of here. I need something nondescript I can leave in the car. <laughs> that shit real, dog. Yo, I bang my knee. <laughs> <laughs> I was at David Buster. Real shit. I'm telling this chick I'm gonna kill myself if she leaves. I'm fucking playing Minecraft on my phone and shit. I'm Nigga, totally fine. I had hit like fucking two thousand ticket jackpots. I, I gave the tickets to a kid and got the fuck out of there. I gotta go. I gotta get like, the fucking out. You there, Noah? Yeah. Take these tickets, <laughs> Trevor. Come shit get got, these tickets. Shit got thick. I gotta get out of here. Oh. Got home and looked sad and shit. You know what I'm saying? That should be real. Like if that shit don't work, you it's you over, it's over. So, it's over. Over. Like, yeah. You might as well go ahead and fuck somebody that night, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you tell your girl you go off yourself and she don't, she don't come through. Might as well go ahead and call up a hooker, man. It's <laughs> over, bro. <laughs> Straight up. If you tell your you girl well go ahead and fuck <laughs> that night, like some regrettable shit, you might as well fuck. You might as well fuck the corniest bitch in your DM that been shooting at you for four years. You might as well fuck her that day, bruh. Because it don't get no lower than you tell your girl it's over. Like I'm off of myself and she don't show up. You might as well go ahead and do some regrettable shit that, that day, nigga. 
I don't care if you in Toronto and your girl in Kansas City. If you tell her I'm killing myself and she don't get there in 12 hours or less, it's over, bruh. <laughs> Go ahead and just the corniest, skeeviest bitch that been in your DM. <laughs> Sending you heart eyes for the last five years. Oh, just shit. fuck her, bro. Just go ahead, man. If she don't show up in 12 hours. <laughs> oh, man. But that's real, though. Like, that shit is, is uh, if you can say that to the person you dealing with, and they be like, They don't okay, do nothing? Yeah. All right, cool, nigga. You got to do what you got to do. You made your bed. Now, like, imagine telling your girl you were off yourself, and she hits you with, you know, sometimes in life we got to lay in the bed that we made for <laughs> ourselves. Like, What? Yeah, that's bad. Or 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 just or jump, <laughs> jump, yeah. nigga, jump. <laughs> I, I I posted that on a, a Twitter. I'm like, if the, if the I'm about to kill myself, text don't work. It's over. It's over. And motherfuckers over. was commenting like, okay, do it on the phone so I can hear you. I'm like, y'all bitches lying to y'all fucking teeth. Like, if you uh you don't show back up for that one, that, I don't know what to say. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like. I was gonna start making funeral arrangements. Yeah, that's a rough one. Either that or just start lining up all the holes you can. You gotta fuck your way through the pain. So I was posed with the question today how many times is she, how many times is a woman supposed to take you back after cheating? And I, I, I said, I mean, it depends because it's like, Every situation is different. I yeah. posed the question to Chad. The number Chad gave me at the time was... 38,000. And Chad yeah. has since changed that number to... 76,000. <laughs> like, if y'all... It, like, it, it basically varies. You know, it's on a sliding scale. Somewhere between 38 and 76K, depending on timing, uh, if y'all married or not, um, and if you have kids. So if you have kids, then he automatically gets the maximum number of... Uh, uh, allotted days. Of allotted... Yeah, yeah. of, of uh, apologies. Yeah. And make up the breakups uh, just based off the fact that a nigga like me going to come through and I'm going to catch the neck and I'm out of here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, do you want to be uh, scumbagged out by a scumbag nigga or do you want to get back with your scumbag nigga that you know love you but just can't keep his dick to itself? So That's the decision so that you got to so make. So she asked me, it's like, this ain't the first time, this ain't the second time, this ain't even the third time that some shit is going public with him cheating. So what is she supposed to do in that situation? And I said, well... Mistakes happen And she like Cheating ain't no mistake You met this girl You talked to this girl You linked up with this girl And y'all fuck That's not a mistake I'm like Oh you're talking about Like the logistics <laughs> Yeah like I'm, I'm talking about like Just it, It's Law of attraction I guess I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't Listen No no lie right I've fucked at least 30 chicks by mistake At least in my lifetime I was out somewhere Like I'm at Arts Garage On a Friday night For a happy hour where did I get this bottle of champagne from? It's Arts Garage. Yeah. I don't know. I'm pouring bitches champagne. Next thing you know, I'm at Vault. Next thing you know, I'm in my fucking company car fucking and eating pussy. It, I didn't plan this when I came outside tonight. Yeah. That's an accident. Like, it doesn't make what I did less wrong, but my intention wasn't to go out and hit nothing. I'm just out here cruising these streets and end up where I end up. Yeah, planned pussy is weird. That's weird as shit. Who the fuck gets planned pussy? Yeah. Hey, you want to go to Silk City? Oh, yeah, cool. I'm thinking about getting some chicken wings, and yeah. I like they they got the best tap water in the city. I'm trying to get, you know, get some water and some chicken wings. Next thing you know, she's talking about, oh, my God, I can't wait to taste your dick. I don't have nothing to do with that. Yeah. It's not my fault. I'm not here for that. Yeah. I'm here for the cilantro and the french fries. Y'all yeah. bugging. I don't know. Like, the, the whole, the, the, the getting back after cheating shit, it's like somebody today tweeted, like, when you, if you get her back after you cheat, it's not the same her. 
No, it ain't. And that's why I'm out. I'm done. You keep catching me cheating. It's obvious that uh, you don't respect you my don't, motherfucking you don't respect my, my you don't, privacy. Yeah, you don't respect my privacy at all. You just gonna keep putting yourself through this shit. Like you think hey. I'm sticking around when you gonna keep telling me how much of a cheating ass dog nigga I am. I you got me day, I'm like up, the sis. fact that even that offset. Is like ready to forgive her for leaving in the first it's place. It's commendable. It's crazy. Yeah, he's it's a dope. better man than I am. It's dope. Like he's, man, he's like, the most mature twenty-seven-year-old I know. Yeah. Not that I know the man, but you know, I booked like him a, a couple a, times. A twenty, mid-twenty-year-old with twenty M's, and and all that success. They not making apology videos. I'm just yeah. keeping it real with you. Like. They just not. He's already past the bitch. If you leave, I'll kill you stage. That didn't work. So now he's apologetic. Not cheating is is very very hard. I'll say that shit is damn near impossible. It it it, it pussy is everywhere. I know because like I look at like Offset who the the man got bad and bougie. Like he could just perform that whenever, and it's his Whatever. song. Like that's like. That's he like, got the he got the, like he, he, he having, had, having bad and bougie in 2018 and your catalog is like Chuck Berry having like you ain't nothing but a hound dog yeah. whatever the fuck big record that he had in the 50s like what was Chuck Berry's <sighs> big record the pussy is it, the, what I'm trying to I'm trying to say that once you transcend musical genres and your record just becomes a part of life yeah the pussy is looking for you right. Everywhere you go, there's a search party filled with pussy whose only mission is to find you. Real shit. You know how hard it is to sort through 74 bitches in the hotel lobby and don't like none of them? I don't, do, you, do you know what Baller Alert was before it was Baller Alert yes, on Instagram? it was a fucking service to help to chicks know. Find, find NBA, yeah, find NBA where niggas players and rappers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if people remember that. that, that yeah. That's what Baller Alert <laughs> yes, was. It was GPS for You would get an alert for ballers. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> that shit real. Yes. The chick who owned it said she was on the radio and did a baller alert that Jordan was coming to the club in Washington. She was like, within the hour, it was 2,000 motherfuckers, bitches trying to get in the club. Like, oh, MJ in here. You know how MJ, you know how he met Juanita? No. Oh. Bitch was hiding under his legs. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was under there on the. Uh, what you doing down here? On the mechanic, John. Like, Slid <laughs> out from under the legs. That bitch got 160 out of the divorce. Yeah. You can't feel bad for the woman that got cheated on for 30 years and she was hiding under her car. She was hiding under his car when he met. Yeah, I, I, all my sympathy for you getting cheated on goes out the window. You knew what you was doing. Jordan, like, I don't fuck with black women, but whew. You is you is dedicated. <laughs> you dedicated, baby. <laughs> you is cute. You is a red bone, and yous is dedicated. Yeah, but yeah, like I, I could only imagine what offset. The fact that he ta- did you see the text with the cu- Cuban doll? Yeah, he said, "Oh, I want the other one." And she was like, "Oh, well, she doing a show and so so." All right, I fly her to where y'all at though. Set it up, and it's just like, yeah, that's that's cool it's a popular rapper that he's soliciting this shit with and it's just like like I was about to say with the bad and bougie shit like he has the memorable part of that yes. all set who 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 that's the part everybody know that and the Uzi yeah 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 shit. he's a like, black beetle like you're a beetle and it's just I can only imagine the perils that he has to go through that shit is stressful bro like I, I got a CDL and a busted knee and I <laughs> at times be like Jesus Christ yeah, like trying to navigate yeah all these, these waters <laughs> it's waters is choppy <laughs> it's choppy, choppy waters yeah so it's like I can only imagine what the fuck he gotta go through yeah rough life man and then for him to turn around and 
it ain't even like he dealing with a woman who isn't public. Like you dealing with a woman now who's nominated for five Grammys this year. Like you dealing with arguably the most popular female outside of Beyonce yeah. and Nikki. It's Cardi. You're talking about a lightning rod, a, like a, a, a once in a lifetime woman. Yeah. And when you in it, it's hard to recognize that she is what she is because right. he got in early. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to recognize that this little chick that was a stripper not too long ago that you thought was cute and whatever, whatever. Now she's transcended popularity. Mm -hmm. It's hard to recognize that type of astronomical change when this is just the girl that you fucking every day. Mm -hmm. Like, so he not necessarily looking at her the way that the world is looking at her. Right. So he ain't looking at it like I'm embarrassing. He looking at it like, bitch, we fucked four bitches together last week. You tripping over these hoes? Like, yeah. You bugging? I'm not like oh because we had a kid now uh, like the fun pose to stop you tripping like yeah. he looking at it from the standpoint of like get with the program you know what I'm saying yeah. like you you been knew what it was with me and now because of public perception and all of this shit now he got to grovel and do all this shit and he's really damned if he do and damned if he don't. He looks ridiculous. He looked crazy. He looks nuts. Somebody need to give Offset some sleeping pills. <laughs> Offset looked crazy. Nigga was had that. You see the glitter shit he had on his birthday? He was dressed oh, yeah, like the, MJ Glove. Yeah, the remember the time shit? The whole shit with the mask on and everything. Oh, no. oh like the gold shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. He's crazy. I mean, that's how they dress. <laughs> like, the shit is nuts. That little outfit he had on on the stage, though, at the Rolling Lounge, I'm like, oh, that is the craziest <laughs> little shit I've ever seen. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I like... Monogamy is, is difficult it's Monogamy just, is difficult When You got a motherfucking bus pass In a studio apartment Yeah When you got 20 like, M's I, Like we spoke about earlier I think it's 12 to 1 yeah. When you factor in The men who aren't In and out of jail That makes it 18, 19 to 1 yeah. When you factor in The niggas who Actually have a work ethic Or a grind That makes it 26 to 1. I was going to say 37 <laughs> to 1. When you factor in the niggas that aren't retarded and can actually hold a conversation, yeah. that might make it 152 and to 1. And then when you factor in all the gay all the gay population, that might make it 14,007 to 1. Yeah. Like, I, I know a lot of women, and I don't know, uh, like, crazy, like, I'm not, you know, puff. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> I know a lot of women, and most of the women I speak to, they, like, Niggas are retarded. They yeah. either homeless, retarded, can't talk, can't fucking speak. They don't know how to show emotion. They don't know how to fucking listen, articulate. They, none of these the niggas don't. These niggas is. I, I watch it dealing with the bus. Like y'all think I be joking when I be saying women do not beg to get on the bus. The kids they don't do it. Yeah. Grown men. Women don't beg to get in the club. Like you got a pop in Dog. the big night at a club. How much is it? Forty dollars? All right, go here and here's no problem. Do you have an ATM? I need to get some money out. They they pay. The niggas always got a story. Oh damn. Oh man, you don't know who I am? Oh man, ain't nah not in here. So DJ Boone. I said DJ Boone don't even work here no more. Oh no, he ain't here. All right, cool. Who uh who you? What's going on, cuz? <laughs> no, you can cool. get me in this job. <laughs> like you can get me in this job because you know I don't be paying to get in this shit and like Yeah. Had a nigga curse me out one time. Nigga that I'm cool with got so mad. That's why I don't be coming down here. Nobody invited you. 
That's why I don't be coming down here. Y'all be on that bullshit. That's not even y'all shit. You pull the broad and Lehigh. You pull the bus up. Niggas is working under the hood of the car. You open the back doors, they running on the motherfucking bus. Like, doing this shit just as an act. It's a nigga that got to stand right there with mannequins. Niggas standing there like they mannequins and shit. You open the back door, they flying on the fucking bus. Grown niggas. I'm telling you, this shit is nuts, dog. like they mannequins, bro. You think I'm joking, dog? Like, niggas, I don't think you're joking. Niggas is fucked off. So it's like when you factor in all of the shit that niggas be doing that's wrong and niggas got this uh, a strike against them, it literally makes the playing field like 817 to 1. And that's me being nice. Yeah. So it's like for every one decent man who got a, a stable income who not crazy who not retarded ain't got no bullshit behind him ain't you ain't got to worry about nobody coming ripping y'all motherfucking heads off because he done stole 18 dollars from the wrong <laughs> nigga you factoring all that shit it's them playing fields is nowhere near even they not they I, they, they, it, they drastically and you know uneven. what it is because Instagram is so prominent and it's so geared towards women, women think that shit is more in their favor than it is. And they find out the hard way that, nah, it's still a man's world. And men still got this shit on lock. You can be as cute as you fucking want. Don't none of that matter because an ugly nigga like P got the motherfucking bag and he gonna impregnate every bitch in Atlanta. I know chicks <laughs> I, that have gone on several dates with guys from Instagram several I mean like dozens and they be like yeah all these niggas they they all a mess they all retarded like it's something whatever done slept with eight of them and it'd be like <laughs> so did you fuck the nigga yeah yeah I mean I gave him some but you know he bought me a steak what you wanted me to do he got me a fucking ribeye like it's, I'm not an ungrateful bitch I'm just saying that you know the nigga's retarded so it's like when you factor in and that that's the thing with like nobody's perfect yeah y'all y'all Jay-Z's like y'all dad most of y'all Jay said it best nobody walking this earth surfaces no one is perfect so when I hear I, I've, I've heard like women say shit like yeah I'm waiting for the perfect man you gonna be here a long time or or not or you gonna die waiting No one's <laughs> perfect So it's like This dude might fuck you Crazy He might buy you Whatever you want But he might punch you In the forehead twice a week For sure that, 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 That's part of might, He might like the DDT A bitch every now and again He might not hit you He might Buy you what you want But then y'all sex is whack He might Fuck you crazy And not hit you But then he don't got no money. I got shit. He he waiting on you to get bitch. When the fuck your check come? Like I thought you just eight o'clock in the morning. Like it's bitch. Your car in the shop again. I told you I needed to go to motherfucking down to the casino. Nobody perfect. So it's like you might you know you might have to deal with this. You might have to deal with that. Like there, it's any relationship you've ever been in. It's shit yeah. that get on your nerves and shit that irritates you. But then it's shit that's dope and fly and that's kind of just the way it works so it's like yeah offset bringing in the bag he can buy you lambos and all this extra shit but he gonna fuck he gonna run down on Cuban (laughs) like you you know and and as wild as it is I don't think she going nowhere if the shit is even real in the first motherfucking place so it's like what do you see, Cardi B just, like, fucking with Andre Harrell in two weeks? Like, <laughs> Andre Harrell. <laughs> like, All the men that got their shit together, like, 48 and up. 
Really? <laughs> That's like really ready to like park it. 40, and, 48 and, and done been on some absolute bullshit for a good couple of decades. So, yeah, man. you know, it is what it is. I want to get in a couple of these other topics. Have you ever had someone come up to you and say, you smell amazing? What are you wearing? Whether it's Gucci, Prada, Versace, Valentino, you have good taste and you know exactly what you like. But your great taste is expensive. And you usually end up with a shelf full of half-used cologne bottles, and you don't even know what to do with them. But I found a way for you to have great taste and save your pocketbook at the same exact time. Scentbird.com keeps me smelling good month after month. You know, I've been a cologne guy my whole life, man. It's just, you know, part of who I am. Since I was 14 years old, I always find myself going to, like, little cologne places in the mall or department stores or whatever. They try to spray you with the damn cologne sprayer, and it's like... All right, man, yeah, I'll buy this. And then, you know, you end up falling in love. You try 50 different scents, and you end up falling in love with something. You take something home. But you really only get to use 25, 30, maybe half of the bottle if you're lucky. And the stuff just sits there and sits there and sits there. And you're like, damn, did I really get my money's worth? And a lot of times the answer is no. But with Scentbird, Scentbird.com actually has 450 different designer brands, and you get to choose a different one every month. So you can keep switching your flavors up and keep coming with something new. You can try the exact brands you want. It is the exact real deal. I'm talking about all of the high-end stuff that you want to get. Hugo Boss, Gucci, Tom Ford, Kenneth Cole, Valentino, uh, Versace. You can literally try all the brands you want, and it's kind of like a monthly scent adventure, they like to call it. And uh, you get to basically explore everything, and over the course of the year, you look up, you got 12 different scents, and you don't have a bunch of stuff just sitting on your shelf going to waste. Choose a perfume, and Scentbird will actually send you a 30-day supply. That's 120 sprays, so you always smell amazing. So you can literally rock out every single day, get exactly what you need from it, and then at the end of the month, if you want to grab something uh, new, you can, or if you want to get the same one and hold on to it, you can get another one the same way. And it's literally free shipping all the time. I know y'all get to the end of these orders, and that's like the determining factor. It's like, all right, this is $7.99, but the shipping is $3.99. No, you don't have to worry about that. It's literally free. Free shipping each and every time that you get it. So go ahead, skip the department store and all the pushy sales people. Go to Scentbird.com and select exactly what you like. So this is the reason why me and Matt use Scentbird. Um, we've been locked in for about a month now. They sent me to Valentino. They sent Matt Versace. We've been rocking out with the colognes. And uh, we always order our cologne with Scentbird.com. That's Scentbird.com. And right now we have an exclusive offer where you will get 50% off your first month. That's right, 50% off. We slash in prices like one of them annoying furniture stores. You get 50% off your first month. That's only $7.50 for your first cologne. How is this possible? Scentbird.com. That's how it's possible. That is S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash T-R-P-E. Use our code T-R-P-E for 50% off your first monthly order. That is S-C-E-N-T-Bird.com slash T-R-P-E. Sign on now. Smell great for the rest of the month and for the rest of the year. I want to get into Kanye, man. Kanye is receiving a special award at the T-R-P-E Awards. We're giving him the Lifetime Meltdown Achievement Award. <laughs> Most meltdowns in, in a He's short just, amount of time. It's like when they give Lionel Richie or Diana Ross the <laughs> Lifetime Achievement Award. Like, Kanye is it, just too many meltdowns to be ignored. Yeah. His latest meltdown was of epic proportions. It went on for four days. He's gotten donkey of the day already. You had to. Um, he's been called jealous, bitter, uh, 
weird weaponizing uh my favorite part of the weaponized, whole thing what do they call it weaponizing uh mental illness okay my favorite part of the whole thing was has nothing to do with the tweets <laughs> it was him coming out of the rock nation offices and run, and run <laughs> all love and just took the fuck off i'm like kanye really bad shit crazy he was at there because you know rock shout out rock, rock works at uh, rock nation he was like, oh yeah kanye was up here today and he was like you know I said Kanye was there and just you know TMZ was everywhere. Like it, I said the other day, somebody was like, "What did he just hear?" Um, sicko mode, and I'm like, probably because them them producers be like so absorbed in themselves, like them big time producers. Any nigga that's just taking beats off YouTube and you know <laughs> doing weird. What's the shit everybody used to use that sucked? Um, Fruit Loops, Fruity Loops, yeah, all that goofy <laughs> shit. No, Fruity Loops. Real actual music makers, they're listening to a specific sound or a specific yeah. wave. Like, you know, Kanye's listening to motherfucking Kid Charlemagne, fucking Steely Dan. Like, that's where he got champion from. Yeah. Like, he's listening to fucking Swing Sang Swong, and that's that's where he got, uh, we go through too much bullshit, that John. Yeah. Like, he's listening to all kinds of crazy shit because that's where he's pulling this music that y'all love. Dr. Dre wasn't listening to fucking... Biggie, Dr. Dre was listening to George Clinton and all, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, Kanye, he probably really did just hear sicko mood. And he heard that checks over stripe shit. Boy, hold fuck, the fuck up. Fuck you stop off. the mother free. Stop the motherfucking cousin Ricky. Stop yeah. the motherfucking tape. Yeah. What he, did this nigga just say? He lost it. Is that Travis ad libbing the shit? Yeah. <laughs> what? He lost it. Checks over stripes. That nigga said, don't you ever speak you on don't. 350s again. Oh. He said, Travis, I don't want to hear no more fucking checks <laughs> over stripes lines and none of your songs. I woke up Saturday morning, the funniest shit on earth. I get on Twitter. I see motherfuckers laughing at a Kanye tweet. And I didn't catch it until after I commented on the shit with 200 laughing emojis. Because it was a, it said yay. Had the world as the, the somebody I, else. but it was a fake page and the tweets because it was Kanye was still tweeting because I follow him <laughs> and that shit came up and it was the tweet said that's why you got shot on what's the show he was the on grassy. <laughs> and I fucking lost it I said I know Kanye tweet just <laughs> that shit then I saw it was a fake page I'm like oh my god that would have been the greatest shit ever. That's why you got shot on Degrassi. I was dying off that shit. But yeah, it went on for days, man. And Ye was really just like... it. It The Ariana Grande shit was retarded. Yeah. Did you see that shit she pulled? That was weird. He started going off on her. Then his phone died. He jumped on Kim Page. <laughs> yeah. Started talking, about, talking in third person. My husband. Like, Kanye, we know this you, nigga. Fuck you talking about? His phone died. It was funny as <laughs> shit because the Yay tweet stopped. And then and the then Kim Kardashian <laughs> tweet started right after. You know he has her account. <laughs> you know he has her account. And it's funny because Yay seemed that simple that he don't even realize, like, my phone did. Give me, I'm going to tweet for you, John. Like, <laughs> he is shit. He seemed that fucking far out. I said it the other day, like, I think Ye is done. It's over. I think he's done. His narcissism did him in. 
his unwillingness to deal with his unresolved issues from his mother passing, all the trauma in his life and all of that shit, toxic relationship with Amber, the way he left Alexis for Aunt, like he got a lot of baggage. Mm-hmm. And it all culminated with his mother dying and his father getting sick and all of that. And he's really probably never dealt with mm-hmm. none of this shit. And it shows when he has these moments where he just like completely batshit crazy out of his mind Mm -hmm. and he knows that you should be on meds you don't take them because you don't feel like it and you want to feel free for a certain amount of time and you go out here and just act like a complete fucking jackass i spoke with someone who was taking i think it's adderall is that the right one adderall is just like a medicine to make you focus maybe it wasn't adderall Whatever it was she said she took, she felt like just like she was floating through, like she was at work dealing with her kid and just like she wasn't there. Uh. And I'm just like, yeah, that's got to be kind of scary. You know what I mean? But like that mental health shit is is real. It's very real. And I say it all the time, like going through the process I've gone through over this last year, like dealing with my bullshit, I, I wouldn't want to have to do that in front of the world. Because the world don't cut you no bricks. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck Offset and Cardi B. Y'all drawling on the Rolling Loud stage. So it's like, that's a different thing. But, like, Kanye, he's next level famous. Like, there's only two or three motherfuckers in rap that are next. Like, it's Drake, him, Jay. I wasn't even going to put Jay in there. Jay, because if it's Jay and Beyonce, yeah, because Beyonce's next level famous. But I don't think Jay is, like... Where, well, yeah, Jay might be in there. On Longevity Jones, yeah. yeah, Jay might be there. Where he, Jay can't do normal shit. So, yeah, Puff, he up there. Wayne. Wayne, Justin Bieber, them type motherfuckers. Yeah. Where it's like, you just neck. Like, if Justin Bieber walk into Wawa. <laughs> it's over. It's over. It's, I don't give a fuck what Wawa you at. It's it's over. He could walk. They could put a Wawa at the 46th Street Projects. If Justin Bieber walk in that motherfucker, It's over. It's over. Pandemonium's gonna ensue. There's no way around it. Whereas Jadakiss could walk into the Wawa and like, oh shit, that's Jadakiss. Yo, put some extra peppers <laughs> on that quesadilla <laughs> for me, though. Gives a fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's not a diss to it, but that's just what it is. You're not next level famous and shit. So it's like to be next level famous and then have to deal with a mental health issue or your mother dying or your relationship or you, and then to, to make matters even worse. You are married to arguably the most famous woman on the planet. Yeah. Arguably. I'm not saying she is, but she's got 130 million Instagram followers. Her little half-sister has 115 million followers. Her mother's famous. All of her sisters. Her dad is like, you married into the most famous family of this generation. Bar none. And the cameras are always rolling. And the camera is on. So it's like, that's that's just difficult. So now you can't even take time to not be absorbed in yourself because it's all you really know how to do. All you really know how to do is be narcissistic. All you really know how to do is be yay, Yeezy. That's the reason the shoes sell. That's the reason the music can still go number one because yeah. that's all you really know. So you don't get a time, a chance to unpack all of that because you got all this Kardashian shit on on your right and on the left you got a feud. You we don't know if it's feud or, or friend or foe with Jay Z. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Who's your mentor and all that old extra shit? You're arguably the 
I don't want to say the best producer, but you're arguably the biggest yeah. from rap. Yeah. And, and, Him and it, Pharrell. It, it, within the last 30, it's definitely you and Pharrell. Yeah. All time, you got to put Dre in there. But it's just like, you're one of the biggest entities ever. You literally, you took down Jordan. Yeah. Like, you took down Jordan. Kanye said that shit like five years ago. People laughed at it. It happened. The Yeezy going <laughs> to jump over the jump man. Adidas is number two behind Nike. Jordan is number three. Kanye took down the the jump man. Yeah. He did it. So it's like, yeah, you're an entity to yourself. Then you factor in the shit with your family. You don't get a chance to just... Like how Jay can go on Twitter, well, Bleak can go on <laughs> as Jay and tweet, and it's like, it ain't earth-shattering. Yeah. If Kanye get on Twitter and tweet, I am tired, that shit is all over. Like, what do Kanye mean? What the <laughs> fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, at where does he get? Where where, where do you get the, the, the shot to even try to be regular? I think the problem— And that's the part that irritates me a little bit with people like, oh, Kanye the fuck crazy and this— It's like, all right, yeah, we've established that. Now what? Yeah. I think part, the biggest part of the problem probably is the same problem with R. Kelly has, which is it ain't nobody around him that can talk some sense into him. And once people start trying to talk— Amazing scene. Amazing kid. Once people start trying to talk sense into a motherfucker, now you got to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, R. Kelly— we talked about it a million times on the show. You had to get pepper spray for you to be like, damn, I was kind of on some nut shit, huh? <laughs> damn. Like, so it, was, Crazy, so, so it was it was me the whole time is what you're telling me? I was drawing. Huh? I was drawing, huh? It's like, damn. so the pepper spray gave me amazing clarity to see where I went wrong at. But yeah. two weeks later, he was back on the nut shit. Yeah. So it's he like, was off the tour. Yeah, exactly. So the tour is over. <laughs> the tour is over. I, I put milk in my eyes. Yeah. The fucking pepper spray is gone. Fuck y'all niggas. So it's like the same thing with Kanye, where it's like he's admittedly said, I don't 100% be- believe in anybody other than myself. Yeah. So you literally have nobody that you can trust. Yeah. Nobody whose opinion is like, come on, dog, you bugging. You need to... Da-da-da. He'll argue anything. He's, he said when he was at TMZ, though, he had somebody with him. He said they're no longer in my circle. Candace Owens. Oh, yeah. How about it? Yeah. The girl. That was the one that was putting all of the yeah. all of that shit in him. And then he and the thing with him is he's such a emotional person that if something makes him compelled to feel a way about something, he'll just go all out with the yeah. shit until it causes him to crash and burn. And that's what he did with the whole fucking free thinking shit, which was really a Republican agenda yeah. that the girl was like weaving the shit on him, but she figured out like, oh shit, like I, if I just throw these certain buzzwords at Kanye, he'll just run with the shit forever yeah. and we'll just see how this goes. And the shit ran for about seven or eight months and then it burned out she got her necessary publicity. I'm sure she getting paid by some fucking Republican oh, yeah. politician or whatever, and on to the fucking next. Yeah. But it's like it's unfortunate to see, you know, somebody that's literally an architect of modern music be reduced to like a laughing stock. 
and like nobody takes you serious. Yeah. And outside of Daytona and Tiana Teller's album, your last run of music is laughable. Nobody cares. Like well, I ain't gonna go that far. Life of Pablo was good. No, but I'm talking about the most recent shit. Life of Pablo was two years ago at this point. Well, yeah, you got a point. You see what I'm saying? So it's like So you didn't like Yay at all? Well, you you said you didn't like Yay. Yay was fucking like music that you like cut meat to. I like Jay though. I hate that album. The joint about his daughters, uh, violent crimes. That was good. Absolutely. The joint of Kim wouldn't leave with Party Next Door. That was good. And cut the deck with the rest. All of mine that. was dope. That's a good workout song. Go you supermodel. That joint. I don't. Yeah. I don't know the words, but it's pretty good. I hated that album on the whole. <laughs> I mean, it's only seven songs. Yeah, I hated that, Joe. Like, I hate, I, honestly, me personally, I didn't like any, like, even Daytona, I didn't like that it was seven songs. I hate that. It's not an album. It's It just was stupid. Yeah, it's it just not was, a fucking album. It was unthought out. Then, I mean, it was thought out, but it was, wasn't yeah. good. But then you take somebody like Meek that comes out with 19 songs, and every day my favorite song changes. So it's just like, I don't have the ability to go through those emotions with a seven song album. And like Nas, for, and you know I'm a Nas fanatic. Yes, absolutely. And. I, man, it was like right when Nas started really rapping, like on track was four, over. it was just like shit over in two songs. And I get why they listen to him. It's Kanye. It's easy. They listen to him because it's Kanye, but his motive was, I'm going to fuck this nigga Drake shit up. And the actual part is kind of weird. It's like for him to still be going on, like, I didn't tell Pusher about your kid, bro. Like, <laughs> We passed all of that yeah. shit now. You know? All right, so even if you didn't do that, you still tried to like do some like Riddler and Batman yeah. shit and throw all of these obstacles in front of me to fuck up my album rollout. Yeah. Regardless, so to say to get on Twitter and say and I never I heard we have the I biggest album ever. I never heard the disc record when you mixed and mastered the songs with fucking Mike Dean. It's like. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like I said a year ago on the show. Kanye thinks we're dickheads, like, and that's the biggest problem that I have with him is that you're so much of a genius that you think everyone else is a moron yeah. and that they need to fall in line and just take whatever you say. And it's like, nah, bro, like that's not how this works here. Like, you produce the song, you're the CEO of good music, right. you green lighted the song, you green light the date of when the album like all of this shit was your plan. Mm-hmm. So you telling me that you didn't hear track seven on Daytona? Right. No? No nothing? It's only seven. It's only seven of them, Joe. <laughs> you only listen to six? Somehow, some way that one slipped through the fucking cracks. Yeah. Like it doesn't work like that, boss. Somebody the other day, actually a couple people, but somebody sent me a DM when I put the uh, nominees up. We can discuss the nominees before we get out of yeah. here. Um, oh, y'all just y'all 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 uh, put that was love to said that, but no, somebody sent me the DM was like, "How Drake Scorpion and album of the year?" I'm like, it's arguably the biggest album of the last, the last ten years. Yeah, like <laughs> it's nominated. It's bigger than views. <laughs> and, and and then my here's the funny part. My homie at work, he vicious pusher and clips fan, right? So he posted on his Instagram. Pusher being nominated for Grammy for Rap Album of the Year. So he was like, yeah, I mean, you really fuck with that Scorpion, John? I'm like, yeah, that's, it's it's a really good album. Like, it's, it's you know, I get it. You don't like him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it'll push her thing. But the album's really good. And he like, I mean, like, to where y'all talking about his Album of the Year, I'm like, it's nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys. <laughs> and he was like, who the fuck care about that? I'm like, you posted Pusher's <laughs> album being nominated for Rap Grammy of the Year. He like, 
I mean, whatever. Oh, you want to be technical. (laughs) (laughs) You can't tell me it's a big deal that Pusher is nominated for Rap Album of the Year, but then tell me it's not a big deal that he's nominated for Album of the Year. Yeah, people literally pick and choose what they want to celebrate and what's relevant to whatever suits their argument. And that's part of the problem with somebody like Kanye where it's like he takes anything that makes his argument valid and it totally ignores anything that would literally usurp that same argument like he can't see the forest through the trees and yeah. that's the biggest problem with him yeah. he just knows I want to get my shit off I don't want y'all to interrupt me or stop me from getting my shit off so fuck all these little facts yeah, here in the middle yeah, that's muddying up me getting my shit yeah, off y'all on some bullshit with these facts like y'all want to be factual and y'all got me like, fucked up with this and, and Fact checking me and coming with data yeah. and and time stamps and shit like that. I don't have time for that shit. I'm yay. I'm cool on that. Have a nice day. Y'all got me fucked up around here. I was I, Deuce was like Kanye been tweeting like Trump for the last seventy two <laughs> hours. I'm like no tweeting like Shredder. <laughs> like if Shredder from Ninja Turtles had a Twitter. This is how the fuck he would tweet. Shredder. Yo, Kanye was on straight ape status the other day, man. Bugging. I'm telling you, when I woke up and saw that motherfucking, uh, that's why you got shot on Degrassi. <laughs> said, this better not be real. <laughs> this better not be real. No. Hey, real quick before we get into the Kodak Breakfast Club interview, did you? Did you ever hear Webby trying to pronounce Charlemagne's name? Bruh, I just saw the cartoon version of it the other day. I fell on the floor and cried. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. You already know what it is. Thank you. DJ Envy, Angela Gee, and Sally Mae McGuire. Let me read that part. Charlemagne the God. Y'all got some names on that one. What up, what up, you already know who it is, it's me, Webby the Tree, fam, Young Savage, Sweet John Jr., doing what I do, what I do, what I do, and I'm doing it with my girl, DJ Envy, Angela Lee, Angela Yee, damn, hold on, DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte McGay. <laughs> Man, hold on, oh, Charlotte DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlotte the God. DJ DJ Lee, hold up. DJ Envy, Angela Lee, and Charlamagne McGain. Charlamagne McGain. <laughs> he said, "Boy, y'all got some names on y'all. <laughs> y'all got some names on this show." Dog, I'm fucking proud of that shit the other day. Yo, what the fuck happened to Webby, yo? Webby showed up and gave us like fucking three or four straight classics and disappeared. And they got him, him and Boosie just, they got him out of there. Man. Charlotte McGay. He said, D- hey, DJ Yee and, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like he's never listened to the show ever. Ever. Like, he's been on it like four times. Don't know nobody's name. But yeah, Kodak was, I just thought about that when you said it. <laughs> Kodak was on The Breakfast Club the other day. And um, like Kodak always do on The Breakfast Club, give us a classic. Hilarious. Uh, absolute <laughs> fucking classic. He had everybody in ski masks. The the, the cameramen, motherfuckers in the hall, they were all wearing ski masks. That was everybody funny. except Angela. Yeah, why wouldn't she put one? I don't on? fucking know. She probably want to mess her hair up. Or something. Angela, he always fucks up everything. Like she's just an ornament on that show. She adds no value to the Breakfast Club. The question when you really listen to the questions that she chimes in with, sometimes it'd be like, like Man, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> like what, yo? But um. Yeah, Kodak was funny. The, the the highlights of it was um him not knowing what misogy what uh misogyny him not knowing what um 
What was the word? Can you be oh monogamous? Monogamous. Let's say misogyny. <laughs> Him not knowing what uh, monogamous means, and then the uh, I hope so. I it, hope so. I hope so. <laughs> that shit was fucking classic. <laughs> but um, it shows you just how these young dudes who people write off as just like idiots. Yeah. It show you how well they can master media, media, yeah, and converse, con- con- conversing yeah. with. Radio people. Even the Ebro was interview was dope until, until Ebro fucked it up. Ebro's. Can we talk about that? He's Ebro's, a clown. Ebro, I don't like him at all. Like, like my problem with him is he takes every opportunity he has to shit on these younger artists. Right. There is a balance in between an Ebro interview and like a big boy interview, which is like all fluff and how your mama doing and. Hey, yeah. can I borrow some money and like <laughs> how your mama do? <laughs> that's exactly how. That's hey, exactly how it be. Hey, 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 man! You know what's going on? How your mama doing? You know, I you, you ain't been here in a did while, you, man. Did your sister get her? She LPN now. Yeah. <laughs> she get a degree because I seen you on Instagram yeah. and you know I seen something to put some National Nurses Day. That's so I figured exactly that was how like, big so, boy be. So it's like there's a balance in between being a total dick eater and a total asshole, right? And for whatever reason. Even when Ebro has a good flow going, he still wants to mess it up and have that disruptive moment of being a total asshole. Yeah. And in the wake of this whole 6ix9ine shit with him and him talking to the feds and the NYPD and all that shit, it's like, bruh, you basically baiting somebody into either speaking on some shit they ain't got no business speaking on or slapping the shit out of you. Right. And either scenario is bad because this is a young professional artist who makes his money from artistry. He got to deal with people like you and you making his job hard by him coming up here and interviewing with you. And you saying you preface the whole conversation with, yeah, I know we can't talk about it, da, 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 but hopefully one day we could talk about it. But is there anything that you want to talk about in relation to it? And it's like, yeah. nigga, you just answered your own question. Yeah, it was weird. We can't talk about it. It was weird from the jump. Like it was just strange. It's like somebody invites you to the, to your crib for dinner for today's crib for dinner, and then when you about to walk out the door, they smack the shit out you. Yeah. It's like you ever seen like the chicks uh, will like that do hair. Will they like have a chick come to the hair salon, get in the chair, and then soccer? Yeah, I've seen that, and then be like, "What's the purpose for why? For why, ladies?" Now you're you're rumbling in your business <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, we'll bring the funk to the business. Yeah. That makes all the sense. Motherfuckers is crazy, man. Like niggers are crazy. Yeah. The Kodak interview was hilarious. Have you listened to his album at all? No, not yet. I just fucking like got over my whole weekend hangover, all this fucking events and shit like that. I just put it on my phone. I'm gonna listen to it on the way home. He got a uh um I just spoke to Chief reference on um <laughs> on a track, I believe three, I think it is. But um Chief is taking over the world. It's take it's everywhere. Chief's everywhere. Meek hit uh, James Harden with a Chief. My thing is, I'm seeing Chief using the exact same context. It's where it's like it's not even being used in the Twitter context. It's being right. used in the. Yo, I just spoke to Chief. He said this ain't like right. that. Ain't coincidence. You know what I'm saying? Because we brought that back. It's no way around it. Yeah, but yeah, Kodak got my. I, I got like seven songs in. It's all right. You know what I'm saying? The um, I didn't know about the whole shit with him and P. That he talked. Did you, did oh, Master P. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know all that shit was that. going on. Yeah, yeah I, I had no clue about. He said it Master P is scam artist. <laughs> and he said P got his got his book bag drive shut down. Yeah, <laughs> a scam artist. You want to talk about some scam artists? Yeah. All right. Apparently, there's a new 
thing going on in the world where it's the weirdest shit. I, I can't believe this is actually a thing. This is Chad's y'all weird for the week. Yeah, trapfish. Niggas are working respectable, decent jobs, earning a wage, getting a motherfucking tax return, and lying to the women in their lives, saying that they are trappers, trapping, yeah, which is hustling, which yeah. is. Grinding for all of my O2 niggas. <laughs> all of my O2. All of my 2002 <laughs> niggas. Grinding. All of my keep the tab on your Timberlands yeah. niggas. <laughs> <laughs> all of my Averick rockers, they call it grinding. But niggas is really leaving out the house and putting on an image that they're like hustling. Yeah. Niggas getting up at 4 30 in the morning, putting on a on a skinny dicky. And some Tim. And what you call it? Uh, beating up, beating up the streets. Beating the streets up. <laughs> beating the streets up. <laughs> <laughs> Putting on a skinny dicky and some Tims. Acting like they going to go handle the morning dope rush, and they at the motherfucking nursing home wiping ass. I don't understand. These niggas are crazy. I don't understand 2018. I've already said that. Like I've given up. It's like two more weeks. You got a respect. You got a respectable job. And the words of Puff Daddy, it ain't no ego when it comes to getting that paper. You got to do what the fuck you got to do. You use what, If you're not happy with the position you in now, you use it as a stepping stone to get where you're trying to get to, right. to better yourself. Motherfuckers are pretending, pretending to be engaged in a legal activity and working every day. It used to be the other way. Correct. Like Any real hustler that you would meet in the 90s or early 2000s, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I do construction, I do property management, this, this, and that. They got all the bricks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you doing construction uh, management all right, my man. I mean, but that's that's society. That's the reality shows, the rappers. Yeah. Like, you know, the Jeezys, the Pushes, the, the Jay-Zs, the Rick Rosses. Like, that's what motherfuckers. Like, remember back in high school they used to have um, career day? Like, if they have career day now and a trapper shows up and he giving out pamphlets, his little booth going to be rocking. <laughs> Real shit. You know, I got the shit for the low, man. You know what I'm saying? You paying 44 a dot. I got it for $41.50. All no, you start off as a, as a runner. Then you move to associate. <laughs> then capo. You know what I'm saying? Like, and my, the booth would be packed. Motherfuckers be writing on clipboards and shit. Get, leaving the <laughs> like, emails. Hold on, repeat that. Repeat that. <laughs> like, Say that one more Real time. Shit. It'd be packed because now it's cool to just be out in the open about with everything, about everything. Yeah, your business, who you dealing with. The, the Remember once upon a time that if a chick was a stripper, it was like on the low. It was like, like it was hush, almost hush, like, like taboo. Like, don't tell me I, but I think she, you know, uh, I think she dance or. Uh, now that shit is just it's out in the open. She got an Instagram, forty four thousand followers. Kids getting teased at school. They don't <laughs> give a fuck. This shit is crazy. It's nuts. Yeah, my uncle said your mom sucked his dick for $60 this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you got to deal with that shit. Your mom worked at the chicken strip. <laughs> you always go so left so fast. <laughs> Yo, can we talk about my vanity DM from this week, man? Uh, you done with trap fish? <sighs> Just, I just hate everybody, man. Like, I, mean, I, I told you, I gave up. 2008. Yo, before we talk about the Vanity DM, I was reading the other day about the murders in Philly and shit. Yeah. And um, 326 murders, up 9% from last year. It's a murder every 26 hours in Philly. They said as of December 14th, because it was two murders uh, over the weekend, and or two murders Friday, um, we had 326 for the year. And they was like, yeah, the number's 
climbed back up. It'll be our highest Jones since 2007, I believe. Yeah, they said, but they, the the number they said that was staggering was not the fact that it's 326 murders so far. It's 13,140 violent crimes that have been committed in Philly. So shootings, stabbings, yeah. violent pun- crime across the board, punched in the face with brass knuckles, son- like 13,000 violent crimes. Yeah, Yo, you know when shit like that, when I hear reports like that, I be like, where the fuck do this shit be taking place at? I mean, because like I don't be around none of this shit. You see, I drive the bus. I've seen some violent crimes just by driving, like, yeah. just being out. It was a nigga in it, and his chick was uh, arguing in front of the casino last night. Me and Rob was just standing. People was cracking the fuck up. Like, you must have gambled up the rent money. And I'm just like, like y'all got to dip with that one. You know what I'm saying? And she was swinging on him and shit. And I'm just like, yeah, this ain't it, Chief. Like, yo, Chief coming. Y'all better get, that, y'all better get out of <laughs> here. Better get off the block. Y'all better get out of here. Better, Lil Wayne say, better get off the corner. Chief come around the corner like Omar <laughs> whistling and shit. <laughs> like, y'all better get out of here. <laughs> But yeah, man, I, and I, I saw that like, damn, like, I'm thinking about like, my, my, like, shout out Jules, like he overseas in Qatar, and it's like there are no violent crimes. Yeah, it doesn't they don't exist. see it. It just doesn't happen. They don't even see violence in movies over there. Yeah. Like, you, you, you got a, a country like a cunt. Like it, he's in the Qatar is the wealthiest country on earth. Yeah, wealthiest country Fuck, in the U.S. Not yeah. a city. Yeah. The country yeah. doesn't see crime. Yeah. The median household income is like one hundred and fifty-eight thousand a year. Or some crazy. The Qatarians shit. get a stipend from the government every year. That's yeah, nuts. you full-blooded Qatarian, you get a you just get a stipend from the government, and it's just like you you come here where it's just a city. Thirteen thousand violent crimes. That's nuts. Like y'all angry as shit. That's that's crazy. And they was like, that's the number that's really staggering because motherfucker come in here and shoot all three of us, and we don't die. We don't go on the Murder list, murder list, but still but a violent crime. It's crazy. And a I'm triple just, shooting. Yeah, a triple attempted homicide. The even crazier, John, I read was about the mass shootings this year. So you know what they consider a mass shooting, right? No, I don't. Anything where more than four people die. Okay, they consider that to be a mass shooting. You know how many mass shootings there have been so far in this country? Probably a hundred. A hundred and fifty-eight mass shootings so far in America this year. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. Like I remember when the mass shooting was like. A mass shooting. Now they don't even get crazy coverage. Some of them. Yeah, it's domestic terrorism, and the shit just has like, become oh, yeah, no, regular. This is what it is. Like back in like when Columbine and um, that shit shook the world. That shit up. fucked up everybody. Now a school gets shot up. Yo, you seen a school get shot up? Yeah, I seen that shit. What happened with the Trevor Reza trade though? Like why they like <laughs> you? You just like not even like it's just like whatever. Right. Like what the fuck happened? Like since we air. Trevor Ariza, the trade. Did you see the actual shit yeah. of it? They said it was uh, Marshawn Brooks and Dylan Brooks. They didn't realize. They didn't specify which Brooks. Yeah. <laughs> Milwaukee was like, all right, hey, give you Marshawn. There you go. They're like, hold on. No, we wanted Dylan Brooks. Nah, Chief. Yeah. Chief said you can't have Dylan Brooks trade off. Chief said, nah, we ain't giving up that Brooks. <laughs> we give the other Brooks, not him, though. Not him, though. Silly shit, man. But, yeah, people really don't like... I, people probably hear that thirteen thousand violent crimes in Philly and just be like, mm, whatever. That's insane. That's nuts, dog. That's insane. That's literally make. That means like, it's three hundred and sixty-five days in a year. Yeah, so, so you're talking about multiple. You're talking about upwards of five or six. No, actually, up four or five violent crimes happening a day. 
more than that. 36. 36. I'm, I, yes. What's crazy is I'm thinking 3.6. No, yeah, it's 36. 36 violent crimes a day. Yeah. That just means that you could just be walking down the street, minding your motherfucking business, get hit in the head with a baseball bat. Yes. Like, that's literally <laughs> what it means. Everybody has an equal chance to get their issue in a city where 36 times a day shit is happening. They were shooting at the Hip Hop Awards over the weekend. No, they had a brawl inside. Let off a shot inside and then... Oh, they it, shot in the truck? Bruh. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. They didn't have security. <laughs> I hate everybody, man. My man, young legend that worked for Cinematic Music Group, he's like, yo, I'm in here and I realize, like, they don't have no security. He says, so the shit starts on stage... Ends up in the crowd. That's why you see all of this chairs dispersed the way that mm-hmm. they was. Turns into a big ass brawl. Somebody lets a shot off, and then it turns into a full blown shootout outside. Yeah, hell yeah, it has to. Y'all are at Tenth and Arch. No, the truck is the truck is at Tenth and Arch. In between Tenth and Eleven, across from ground. Yeah, you're right. There's cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Y'all this all is, going to jail. This is Chinatown over some silly shit. Some stupid ass award, and everybody saw something. Like, my was, man, my man hit me like, "Yo, y'all, y'all don't feel like y'all was snubbed." And when he said, it, "I'm like, snub, no, no, I'm not, look, I'm not <laughs> trying to be funny." He's like, "Y'all don't, y'all don't feel like y'all was snubbed." And I was like, "Snubbed for what?" And he was like, "The Philly Hip Hop Awards." I'm like, "What the fuck? What do you mean?" He was like, "They had a best podcast, John. Y'all wasn't nominated." And I'm like, "I mean." We wouldn't have gone. So it's like he's like, damn, like if y'all like y'all knew y'all was going to win, y'all wouldn't show up. And I'm like, no, they could have given us an award for best picture. I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming to this. You crazy? All the niggas, no security, no security. I'm good, dog. The truck doesn't have any security anymore. Like they didn't hire security apparently for the event. Because they told him it was an award show, so they probably like, oh, okay. If we can say that little twenty five hundred, oh yeah, that's not like a requirement. Like it should have been. They had no security. That's baffling. I say, yo, y'all didn't have no security. Y'all don't have no metal detectors. Nobody winding nothing. The old man pat fake patting people down. Nothing. That's crazy. Niggas let a shot off in the truck, bro. In the truck. Like this is an eyewitness account because I'm like I'm, I'm I'm sitting here like it's no way somebody shot in the truck. I was reading this shit on Facebook and I'm just like I, I don't believe it. I'm I'm I was still on the tip that they were shooting out front of the truck because it's like yo y'all in Chinatown across the street from the Greyhound station. <laughs> you going like bro? They can see this. You're shit. going. They can see y'all. You let a shot off at 10th and Arch. You're going to jail. It's in a, 48 it's, a hours. it's a Hilton on the corner. They can see y'all. Yeah. So I kind of was just on the tip like, ah, but then I seen it more and more. And then once it came to the group chat and then I, it was just like you said, the eyewitness shit was just like, oh, damn, no, nah, this shit. My man said, he's like, dog, he said, I, I was in there. They had no security. I was like, oh, no, could never be me. Could never. Yeah, man. That's, could never, would never, man. That's a mess. Like, y'all got to stop with the violence for no reason. We just like as a city, we it's been proven statistically. We just go straight to the violence, to the guns. <laughs> Immediately, like we don't waste no time. We going, we gonna get straight to the shits. You gotta go, champ. I'm trying to take your motherfucking head off. It's actually petrifying when you think about like kids and nieces and nephews yes. and just, it, it can happen to anybody. Yeah. 
Little boy died a couple months ago, like probably like two months ago. Little four-year-old boy got caught in a crossfire. Some niggas shooting broad daylight. Yeah. What are y'all doing? Yeah. Everybody trying to get one up on the ops to the point where y'all don't give a fuck about the communities that y'all live in. Mm-hmm. These are y'all neighbors. These are people that y'all know that y'all are murdering. I saw the joint. A 51-year-old lady got shot on the step while the argument was going on. Like at the house, a couple doors down. Yeah. They started shooting and she got shot on her porch. And it's just like... So that young boy, Mahaj, Mahaj Brown, me, me, Carl, and Kev was out there loving shit. And just like, young boy got shot 10 times in a crossfire. Like, when you hit a child in the crossfire, you you don't got enough wherewithal to, like, stop. Yeah. Nah, the op's still out here. And they shoot until the, the young boy got shot. He was six. That's he cool. got shot 10 times. Like... Y'all ridiculous, dog. That's Thir- insane. 13,000 violent crimes in Philadelphia this year. 13,000. 36 a day. And, well, I'm sorry, and counting. So it's probably really like 40 a day right now. 36, let's say 40 violent crimes a day with about, you figure a murder every 26 hours, so you got about six murders a week. It's crazy. It's insane. 40 violent crimes a day, six murders a week. Literally, That's where we at. Literally living in a war zone. And it's, it's, you're talking about upwards of 200 violent crimes a month. Yeah. With, followed by 20 to 25 murders a month. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. The, the, like, soldiers don't be dying that rapid. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Engaged in full-blown war. Like knowing like, I'm on this side, you on that side. We trying to kill each other and don't be dying at the same. Going rate. at it with all kinds of different militias and different things and shit. Like I took my, my folks over there. He's working. He was working on a. Um, they took over a base in Afghanistan. That what's the nigga who with the planes into uh, 9/11? Uh, what's his name? Bin Laden. Bin Laden built the base for the leader of the Al Qaeda. They took over the base. And now the U.S. owns it, and they train Afghan soldiers to combat against the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, and ISIS. Motherfuckers don't be dying that rapid in that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like a base that the leader of the Taliban built for the leader of the Al-Qaeda. Yeah. Motherfuckers took the base over and now train the people who live here like the actual soldiers of the right. Afghan army train them to go at them motherfuckers don't be dying like that in that shit that's crazy 200 motherfuckers shot and shit a month just like nah but and you know shit is crazy man y'all be safe out there please somebody got their ear bit off I'm pretty sure that's one of the 13,000 that's gotta be on there it's just like stupid shit that just pops off in the blink of an eye for yeah. nothing. It don't be over no money. It don't be over no serious shit. Didn't nobody harm your children. Nothing. It just be, what the fuck you say on that post? Yep. Bah, bah, bah. That's it. What you say on that post? That leads to the, the rumbling. That leads to the shooting. Yeah, I told funny. you, we seen girls fighting and a nigga ran into the crowd with a rifle. And it was just like, what the fuck is he doing? It's Philly. Yeah. It's crazy. 
But Philly in a nutshell, man. Y'all be safe out there, please. Uh, anything else you wanted to discuss? Uh, just the most ridiculous uh, DM I got this week. Oh on yeah, Vanity's the Vanity page. DM. What was that? Uh, I got a DM from. Uh, I think you sent it to me. I'm not Instagram. Sure. You, I posted it on Twitter. I know. On, I saw it on Instagram user everything cost, and it says looking to promote my single Chicken Wangs at your club. <laughs> yeah, just how can we make this event happen? I'm currently doing parties in the New York slash New Jersey area. Chick and Wangs. Chick letter N Wangs. W A N G S. Chick and Wangs. I literally can't make this shit up, man. Why is my life like this, ladies and gentlemen? I knew I saw it, but I couldn't remember what it was. Yeah. Chick and Wangs. Chick and Wangs. Motherfuckers be hitting me all the time about shit for the podcast. I tell me, yo, DMJ, yo. I, I be looking at that shit. I be like, nah, I'm not. I'm not gonna do it. Two people hit me this week about it. I'm like, yo, just DM plus CEO. I ain't got time for this, man. Oh, that's funny as shit. They literally do fil- go through you with all the bullshit first. Yeah, and I send them straight to you. <laughs> you gotta filter it out back. I to ain't me. got time for it, dog. Holla, <laughs> chat. That's funny as shit. But uh, I don't know. Do we have any ads or anything? We got the Scentbird. Uh, shout out to Scentbird uh, sponsoring the show. We have our nice colognes here. They actually uh, did send me some Versace. So that's yeah, cool. make sure y'all go to Scentbird.com, enter promo code TRPE, or is it Scentbird.com slash TRPE. Get y'all a uh, subscription sign up, man. It's very, very important for the viability of the show. So if y'all could go ahead and support. It's only $7.50. For your first month uh, for your Scentbird subscription, they send you a nice, handy-dandy scent of your choice. They got all of the top scents, Valentino, Versace, Gucci, Gucci, everything you love. Yeah, Cartier, like all of the top shit. They got the Bentley Azor, which I'm about to start rocking this, John. And uh, yeah, so support the show, man. Other than that, I got nothing. This Friday at the club, we got uh, Jeezy for our annual holiday party, Friday, December 21st. Tickets on vanitygrandphilly.com. I know how much y'all love Jeezy. Also, know the holidays coming up. Y'all might be running out of money. Uh, it's nothing I can do for you, though. Now, but, when, you know, when, come on when, when me and my party show up at uh, <laughs> me and my, when you and your birthday party, yeah, <laughs> Jules is coming in, Shiz is coming down. Shout out, Rich supposed to come up. Like when we can we do like the whole section thing? Yeah, yeah. I got you. Okay, now I don't have uh, strip club etiquette, so uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna need a pamphlet. Like, what, what are the do's and the don'ts of young black strip club er- et- ethics? No. Um. <sighs> It's a lot, man. Yeah, I'm probably going to need a full run. Yeah, I'm going to have to give you a rundown. We'll talk about it on the next show. Okay, cool. We'll, yeah, we'll get into the strip club etiquette in full. Yeah, I can dig it. Yeah, we had somebody came in on fucking Friday uh, through $18,000. Yeah, through $18,000. This guy's fucking rich. He made $20 million this year. He'd be all right. So I'm not throwing eighteen thousand <laughs> when I show up. Yeah, I was do I have to get my ones beforehand? No, you get your ones at the club. Okay, so if I want like five hundred ones, they could do that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Yep, you get your ones at the club. Uh, you get your section. The lap dance shit is kind of out at this point. Yeah, but I was going to ask: Is that still black like- strip clubs? There's no fucking lap dances. It's no. So lap just paying the dancers to dance in front of you, really? Oh, okay. Shit is stupid. That's kind of whack. <laughs> that shit is dumb. I can't drink liquor right now, but um, I'd get some liquor for the people around. 
Y'all got like some sliders or something down there? I could have a couple of them. Yeah, we got some some bar food popping. Get okay, you a little cool. shrimp, some salmon, whatever okay, like that. Cool, cool. Please don't pronounce that L ever again. <laughs> <laughs> salmon, please. Salmon. Yeah. Salmon. All right, yeah, but we're going to set it up. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're eyeing January 11th. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's we got a target date on the yeah, calendar, gotta, January 11th. We got a target date. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying? We'll we got be the team to, flying in. Yeah, we'll be able to do everything. But, um, yeah, we'll wrap about it next show. Uh, I got nothing left. I'm done. We're done. Peace. Hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.